Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 535 and Allison Chains at Rock 102. It is going to be a pretty damn warm day. The sun's going to come out a little bit later on and a high of 57. And then tomorrow, snow and 35. How about that? Who's setting this? I mean, who who is responsible? Well, sometimes uh, crystal meth makes its way into Mother Nature's cupboard, if you know what I'm saying. I know, but is it Lapis? Are we blaming Lapis? Can we point fingers at him? It's not his fault. He didn't know. I don't it know. Was, I don't know that it's not his fault. It was pretty damn windy overnight. Did you notice that? Uh, yeah. In fact, there's lots of branches down. Uh, be yeah. very careful uh, when you're driving because you 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 don't uh, you don't see those things coming. I mean, it was windy by me, but then uh, you know when I got down to like Westfield, that's where all the branches were falling off the trees. There you go. Hey, uh, Mike Quincy from Consumer Reports is going to be joining us. We'll be talking about cars with him and other stuff today, too. Like what else? I don't really know, uh, but at least Quincy. We, at least we can uh, we can bank on him. You play uh, The End by The Doors? Sure, especially that last yeah. part. About winds of change. Yeah, we there you do go. That too. Oh, yeah, yeah, I got like that, that, too, yeah. All right. It's just about 537 at Rock 102. Is I-91 icy? Is the mass pipe closed? Rock 102 is always live and local with up-to-the-minute storm information and reports. Powered by Rocky's Ace Hardware, Winter Storm Headquarters before and after the storm. Hello friends, Bill Richard, Ford of Northampton. In the market for a new Ford, we have a nice inventory of safe and stylish four-wheel drive escapes, edges, and explorers. Need a commercial vehicle? We currently have new and pre-owned F-150s, Super Duties, service bodies, dump, and box trucks. If we don't have what you want, place an expedited custom factory order and receive an additional $1,500 rebate on select models. Ford of Northampton, 968 Bridge Road, or online at FordOfNorthampton.com. Thank you for supporting local businesses. Hey, man. Good to see you again. How's things? Well, you know, same thing, different day. What are you so happy about? Just came from work. Yeah? All right. I guess that's a reason to cheer up. I made it through another day at that loony bin, so... Nah, I actually love my job. Wait, 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 wait. Who are you and what have you done with my friend? No, really. After being unappreciated, stressed, burned out, hounded and harassed by bad bosses, my new job's a breath of fresh air. What, you get out of sales? Nope. I just found something better to sell. Tired of the way you're doing sales now? Is your drive to succeed underappreciated where you are? There's something better. Springfield Rocks Radio and Digital, home of Rock 102, Springfield's... Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 551 and the police on Rock 102. It is going to be uh, nice today. Uh, sun is eventually going to pop out. Going to see a high of 57. It's actually 54 right now in downtown Springfield. Hey, uh, what do you say Ooh. we hop right into some Hollywood trash with Steve and Nagel of Rock 102? Bob Saget had his wife Kelly Rizzo on his podcast back in October. She was talking about how he loves gangster movies, and Bob said, quote, so I don't have long to live if these are your favorites, so I'm going to be found dead in a bed. Ooh, that's a little... Uh, that's a little dark. A, well, yeah, he was dark. Yeah, but, you know, I mean, that was that's comedians say that stuff all the time. I talk, you know, we've talked about, like, maybe our eventual demise of, of what it would be. Right. You know, like I told you, I'm going to die of something stupid. Sure. It's going to be like, you know, falling off a pole or, uh, you know... Not, not like a, like a natural cause, something that but like I've something done. accidental. It may have been like partially your fault, that yeah, kind of thing. Like a tree limb comes down and smacks me in the head. Well, let's you hope know, that, that doesn't happen anytime soon. You never know. A lot of helmets around here. 
Uh, Jake Gyllenhaal denies that Taylor Swift's song All Too Well is about him, but he did suggest she should be more responsible for her fans' behavior. Quote, at some point, I think it's important when supporters get unruly that we feel a responsibility to have them be civil and not allow for cyberbullying in anyone's name. <laughs> Jake Gyllenhaal, that is just a profound <laughs> statement. You know? I totally agree with him. You do? Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, when somebody uh, is saying something about somebody that's not true. Yes. And, uh, you know, the other person who's responsible for that information might want to take responsibility. I don't know about that, Steve. Well, you never know. Wish, I, don't, wishful, I don't know where you're going with this. Wishful thinking that everybody could be like that. Everybody should be like Jake Gyllenhaal. I have always felt that way. We should, we should hire him here. We are looking for an account executive. <laughs> a photographer. It's, yeah, it's not too late. A photographer fell off a stage and fractured her spine while taking pictures at the L.A. Rams victory celebration. And Matthew Stafford just walked away when he saw it. But he and the team are covering her medical bills. Yeah. Apparently he got the, a little abused by the uh, by the social medias for him just walking away. Oh, okay, okay, fine. Here's a portion of my salary to pay for your medical bills. Yeah, I think he was walking away. Not because he's uh, an ignorant jerk. I think he was walking away so he could go grab his wallet or a checkbook. Yeah, to pay funny. for the medical expenses. But was it, I have at it, least seventy five thousand dollars in cash in my pocket right now. But it wasn't his fault, though. No, but he felt uh, he felt horrible after it, walking it, away. After people bullied him and said, you know, maybe you should do something about this. <laughs> yes, sometimes that works for people. That's right. Francis Ford Coppola. Uh, is the latest old man to rage against the Marvel machine. He says, uh, quote, What is a Marvel picture? One prototype movie uh, that is made over and over and over and over and over again to look different. Wow. He's uh, he's not really wrong. No. And, but- then the, and then the only movies that get, you know, like multiple, you know, multiple theaters. You know, like uh, yeah. you, you release a Marvel movie and it's in like five theaters. Well, because- in the same multiplex. But that's because that's what people are into. If no, people no, want to no. see that, and and there's more people that want to see that than they want to see, uh, I don't know, like a Matthew McConaughey movie. Listen, people you know? would line up around the block if they decided to redo Godfather 3. You think they would? Not for that one. I don't know about that. First two were great. That last one? Whew. Yeah. Terrible. That, that is just like an old man complaining. These kids these days with their Marvel comic book movies. What's his name? Who is uh? What's uh the guy's name from Clerks? Uh, oh um um, oh my God, Smith. Smith. Yeah. Uh, that guy, Kevin. Yeah, Smith. Kevin Smith. Thank you. Kevin Smith. The other day was talking about <clears throat> how none of these movies get nominated for Oscars. You know, you might get sound or something like that, but nothing for the actual picture. Because it's he, not seen as real art. Yeah, but it it is, though, isn't it? I mean... Well, it, it is, but it's considered, like, low-hanging fruit. Yeah, but you know what? He, I think he's right with the amount of the popularity that these things get. You should be able to, you know, True. have a have a good shot at the running of an Oscar. Well, you know, sometimes there's this belief that the masses are asses. I mean, I'm not one of those people. I mean, I, uh, you know, I respect everybody, but... There are some people who believe that, you know, while there may be, if when it comes to art, there are more people that would buy the Velvet Elvis with the tear coming down the cheek than there would be for someone who would, say, invest in something from the Dutch Masters. I got And I'm you. not talking about the little cigars behind the CVS counter. They don't sell them at CVS anymore. 
All right. Then say like at your nearby uh, pride, station. pride station. There you go. Right. There you go. Uh, you got to get, you know, they haven't had tobacco in a, in a drugstore in uh, probably four or five years now. Man. I don't know. Isn't there some sort of medicinal benefit to tobacco? Yes. Oh, you get uh, yellow fingernails, emphysema. Well, look, not this. You look like an old catcher's mitt. Uh, uh, George. Oh, wait, there's uh, Justin Bieber's Justice World Tour is supporting various charitable and social justice causes and offering fans ticket upgrades for helping out. There's also a chance to win a trip to Paris to meet Justin at his show there next year. Ooh. Man, I'll tell you what, if there's going to be one guy that changes the course of this planet, it's going to be him. A uh, list of uh, successful products that appeared on Shark Tank includes the Squatty Potty. Did you ever see that? Uh, the Squatty Potty? Yeah. Yes, I have. It's a plastic stool that's been scientifically proven to help going stool. You know? Well, it positions your body in such a way that is more yeah. natural to the human physique. Yeah, As but opposed it, to the way we normally do it with our feet firmly planted on the ground. And this, does, it, does it really work? Oh, man, you have no idea. I don't know if that empties the bowels. The it, body's the one that decides when it's coming out. True, but it em it makes everything smoother. Uh, the scrub daddy. I have one of these. I got a scrub daddy. My sister-in-law dropped off two of them to me uh, a couple of weeks ago. And? They're awesome. They are so awesome. And, like, you can uh, you can let it dry, and yep. then it becomes this, like, abrasive, like you want to get food off a pan or a pot. It stays hard <coughs> in cool water. Yeah. But soft and warm. Yeah. Kind of like me. Much like I was going to say. Yeah. Much like the human body. Right. Uh, the ring doorbell video. I didn't realize that was a Shark Tank presentation. I had no idea. Kodiak cakes. You've probably seen these at your local market. It's pancake and waffle mix uh, packed with whole grains and protein. I haven't seen those, though. Oh, I've seen them. Yeah. And Cousins Maine Lobster. There's a guy in, in around here that's got one of these. Lobster roll food truck. How about that? How about that? Hey, uh, by the way, uh, Kim Kardashian is being harassed by Kanye. You don't say. I do. She said, uh, oh, my God, the last time I was shoved around like this was when Ray J up, went up my Ziggy with his yay-yay brush and that sex tape you can purchase on YouPorn for $39.95. Really? And uh, Caitlin? I never got that done and dirty with your mother, Chris Kim, but I once uh, put it right in a squishment. <laughs> In the next to the button nut hut. Yes, yeah, right, right, right. Uh, I'm just going to say I'm going to keep this on the brown low. I understand. And uh, Kanye? Baby, I want you back so bad. <laughs> How bad? I can take you on a nice romantic trip around my ranch out in Wyoming, riding around in one of my 76 Raptors. <laughs> Such an injustice. Such an injustice. That's a Hollywood T-Rash remark when I do. Ah! Got a water treatment system? For service and repair, parts, or a preventive maintenance and performance checkup, there's no one more qualified than Aquapump. Their experienced network of service technicians are trained and certified. And now, Bax's View from the Couch. Brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware, your neighborhood paint store. Hey, good morning, sports fans. How the heck are you? As many of you know, pitchers and catchers were supposed to report to spring training facilities this week to get themselves ready for the upcoming baseball season. But of course, that didn't happen because Major League Baseball is in a heated lockout with the Players Union. And so, no pitchers, no catchers, no baseball, which was scheduled to begin on March 31st, which clearly it is not. Yesterday, however, both sides met to negotiate a new labor agreement and finally put this lockout to an end. 
That meeting lasted 15 minutes. Now, I know that some of you might think, 15 minutes? That's not enough time to hammer out a multi-year agreement that includes new arbitration rules, new minimum salaries, changes to the minor league pay structure, a reconfiguration of free agency rules, and an expanded bonus system. And you might be right to think that way. After all, both sides appear to be pretty far apart on agreeing to any of these new provisions. And while both sides have agreed to meet again next week, I have to tell you, I kind of like the idea of a 15-minute long meeting. In fact, I think we should keep all business meetings just 15 minutes in length. Keep me locked up in a conference room for 45 minutes to an hour, and my eyes begin to glaze over. My breathing becomes shallow. And there's also that thing where I completely stop paying attention. So while some might be critical of the apparent brevity of yesterday's negotiating session, I found myself jealous that Major League Baseball has the ability to cut things short. We should all be so lucky. Listen, if we crammed it all into a single-page memo or an email, I'd be all for it. But lock me up in a bunch of suits for two hours of nonsense, and I'm much more likely to be far less productive or even interested in what we're talking about. So keep having those 15-minute-long meetings because brevity is always the way to go, even if it seems like a total waste of time, which it probably is, only shorter. But hey, and if I'm yapping, sports brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware. Do you know the difference between a ball cock and a closet flange? Well, you should, and Ricardo does. Ricardo is the plumbing specialist at the Island Pond Rockies. You got a plumbing problem? Ricardo's your guy. Good people, plumbing people. Rock solid service at every Rocky's Ace Hardware. I'm back, so that's my view from the couch. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 612 and Queen on Rock 102. It is uh, going to be uh, eventually a nice day uh, and uh, warm. High of 56 tomorrow. Uh, not so nice. Uh, cloudy with a high of 39. It is currently uh, 58 right now in downtown Springfield. I uh, quickly forgot to mention this uh, before Hollywood Trash uh, because it was uh, sponsored. Uh, but uh, nevertheless, uh, American Elton, Elton John tribute band at the Rumble Seat tonight, 8.30, no cover, Springfield Street in Chicopee. So that's, uh, but I'd let you know if you're a big fan of uh, Elton John. The Rumble Seat is the there place you go. to be tonight. The, the rump. You want to go to the seat. It's tonight. 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 Tonight at 8.30, no it, cover. Doesn't he sing a song called Tonight? Uh, <clears throat> Can you feel the love tonight? That's, I think that's, the that's it. Is. Yeah, he might do that. Uh, so with all this rain and everything, um, uh, you know, as I continue to own this home now for uh, now a little over two years, mm-hmm. you start like having to deal with all these problems that come along with it. I told you the whole thing with the uh, the shower. Oh yeah, right. had to rip the ceiling out and get it all fixed, and that's all done. Right, and then the kitchen sink needed to be replaced and stuff like that. And you should do what I do. You plan. close the door, turn away, and yeah. it, uh, you don't even look at it. That way, they don't exist. Yeah. Yeah, well, it's, All it's those like, uh, you know, if you get to, so like a humming in your wheel of your vehicle, if you just turn the radio up, you can't even tell it's happening. Works every time. Uh, so uh, I uh, I had to go out to my barn last night. Now, I hadn't been into the barn in probably a week. And last time I was in the barn, uh, there was some evidence that uh, water was getting in to the center of the barn. Right. You know? Right. And then uh, I go out there yesterday. And wouldn't you know, with all the melting we've had, 
There's about three inches of water on the floor in the center of the barn. Of the barn. Now, the good thing is uh, everything uh, back in the in the summer and the, in, into the fall was organized. And all, you know, all the important things are hung up and, uh, and put away, you know. Right. So nothing got ruined, which is good. However, there's still a big giant pool of water, <laughs> Lake Nagel, going on in my right. backyard. So now I got to go like... I didn't. I, it was too late at night last night. It was probably you know six or seven for me to actually do anything about it. Right. I'm like, all right, well, everything is safe. Nothing's going to happen here. I got to come out here tomorrow though and put the sump pump thing in and pump all the water out, right. of, out of the thing. Now, is, this a, is this a leaky ceiling or, or no, no, a leaky no, no. roof or no, what is it? No, it's just it's a it's 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 they call it a pole barn, which means there's no like it's not like a floor to there's not like a uh, like a hard floor to it. It's dirt. It's, yeah, it's dirt. And yeah. then the there's stables in there too because the person who owned it before me had horses, so the stables are actually keeping all the stuff safe because that's higher than everything else. Gotcha. Those uh, things, and I kind of made little like work stations out of those those little stalls. Oh, cool. Because I'm not getting a horse. You sure? Oh, I'm sure. You don't want a pony. No, I don't want a pony. Kids don't want a pony? Oh, I'm sure they want one. Every kid wants a pony. It's hard enough keeping up with a guinea pig. Let's uh, let's slow down there, big fella. <laughs> slow down. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I got all this damn flooding now, and uh, now I got to take care of that. But it's at least, again, you know, these things have just become annoyances, which I'm happy that they are just annoyances versus something completely major that I would have to spend tens of thousands of dollars on. Right. So now it's a matter of figuring out how to divert that water. Like, you got to figure out yeah. where the drain... Yeah. I need a drainage guy. That's what I... I need somebody who knows about drainage. They're so, out there. There's a lot of guys that know how about... You know, a, lot, a lot of landscapers could tell you about drainage. Yeah. Well, I mean, in my old house, I used to have a problem with, uh, you know, water would come in the basement sometimes because mm-hmm. the freaking foundation was from... I don't know, 1856, whatever the year it was, right. you know, the original part of the house was built. Uh, but then once we put dirt, you put dirt in the back of the, in the backyard and grade it away from the house. Sure. And then we never had the water problem again. Right. So that was good. So I don't know how to do this because I, I don't know how to level things. Yeah. See, this is, this is, uh, this is the kind of project that requires somebody, uh, who knows what they're doing. Yeah. And I, you know, I have a, a friend of mine who had a lot of problems with the uh, flooding in his basement. Yeah. And uh, I remember having to go over there with a shop vac, my own shop vac, mm-hmm. so that the two of us could pump all the water out of his, yeah. uh, his base. It was a, it was a yeah, god-awful was a mess. Pain in the ass. And the guy fixed the problem, but he did it all by himself. And you know, I would never tackle something like that. No, no, Because no. You know, to me, one, it's a lot of work. Two... I am 95% sure I'm going to do it wrong. And then three, it's just easier to hire a man, a real man, a man who knows what they're doing, a man with tools and experience and knowledge. And I am not that Listen, guy. Uh, man doesn't have anything to do with it. There's females out there that know exactly what they're doing, and they know how to do it better than I know how to do it. So you got to give them credit where credit is due. All right. Well, uh, I didn't mean to uh, place gender roles on anything. If a, if a woman knows how to do that, then that's fine. I will pay her exactly the same as I would pay any man to do the job. Let me tell you something, man. Most of the tools in my house belong to uh, uh, my dead wife. <laughs> she, she, 
She was the one who had all the tools. Yeah, well, she was the capable yeah. one of the uh, of the of the two of you. And it was the uh, always make sure you put the tools back. See, that's yeah. always been my problem. Yeah, is I don't put the tools back. Well, I put easier. them on a table. Yeah, it's easier to leave it on the table. You never know when you're going to need it again. Yeah, but the problem is, whenever I need it again, yeah. I keep forgetting where I put them. Even though I always put them on the same table, and if they're I, not on the table at the time I need them, yeah. Well, then I guess I'm going to use a shoe. Well, I mean, what what else can I do? That's what I went. I went out to go get my screw gun last night. Out of the barn. Right. And then uh, I couldn't get to the room that it's in Mm -hmm. because there's so much water on the floor and I didn't have my booties with me. So I'm going to have to go get my booties on. Yeah, right. Yeah. And again, it was like at night. And you know, you find something like that and you're like, all right, well, there's nothing I can really do about this right now. (laughs) And what the hell is the difference if I wait till tomorrow to pump the water out? You know? You know, the funny (laughs) part about it is if you go back into my family tree, my grandfather was one of these guys that could do anything. Mm-hmm. And he had everything organized in yeah. his basement yeah. and in his garage. I mean, it, like everything was, you know, like obsessively put in its in its proper place. Yeah. You know, like, you know, sir, like there was like uh, he had like these little tiny drawers that had like washers in them and nuts and 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 screws. And he and they all the same size. He was had obsessive yeah. about it. My dad, same way. Everything's got a place. Everything is, you know, belongs in a certain way. His brother was kind of the same way, not as much as my dad, but right. you know, certainly uh, pretty good at it. And then there's me. I don't have any of that kind of organizational skills. I can't. I don't know where I put anything, and I lose it all. Yeah. Well, I I, mean, ju- I just don't have the kind of mindset to do any of it i remember my dad always walking around the house all the time uh asking where his goddamn vice grips were where's my goddamn vice grips huh <laughs> i see my goddamn vice grips you know he would anyway go and he would be so angry and that would set him off i think that was just an excuse for him to go you know what screw it i'm having a six-pack today <laughs> i can't get any work done without my vice grips yeah. right so then, uh, you know, when he died, yeah. my brother put the pair of vice grips in the casket with him. So and now no one can get to the vice grips. No. Well, he's with them. He knows exactly where they are. <laughs> Plot number 436 in Atisco, New York. There you go. <laughs> now you know where your damn vice grips are, boy. <laughs> Good stuff. It's 621 with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. You say you wish my kisses were more tender and more sweet But I doubt you feel the same about the way I cook my meat I rubbed it good with herbs and now it's roasting in the oven So come into my kitchen, girl, now tell me this ain't loving Now you know where I've been now, out on Lonely Grattan Street They always got great food there, I'm talking Arnold's Meats Country-style ribs, New York sirloin strip They got it all at Arnold's Girlies on Meadow Chickpea. I'll bring it home to you, babe, and we'll eat like royalty. Fresh bone-in pork picnic shoulder, cut any way you want, $1.49 a pound. Arnold's Fresh boneless beef ribeye, cut into Delmonico steaks or rib roast of beef, $8.49 a pound. The kids are getting so big. Yeah, can't believe how fast Mark is growing. Before we know it, they'll be moving out and heading to college. Well, first they'll need to learn to play in the sand and not eat it. Ryan, Ryan. 
Kids grow up fast, so it's important to start saving for college as early as you can. The UFund College Investing Plan offers tax advantages on earnings, contributions, and withdrawals, so you have the opportunity to save even more. Visit fidelity.com slash UFund or call 800-FIDELITY for details. UFund Plan is offered by MIFA, your Massachusetts Educational Financing Authority, and managed by Fidelity. For investment objectives, risks, charges, and expenses, contact Fidelity for a fact kit. Read it carefully. If you or the designated beneficiary is not a Massachusetts resident, consider your or the beneficiary's home state plan for alternate state tax advantages or other benefits such as financial aid, scholarship funds, and protection from creditors. Units of the portfolios are municipal securities and are subject to market volatility. Fidelity Brokerage Services, LLC, member NYSE and SIPC. The Connecticut Lottery and Play Sugar House Sportsbook have even more places to bet on your favorite sports. Visit Bobby V's in Windsor Locks and Stamford, Sports Haven in New Haven, or winners in Hartford, Manchester, New Britain, Torrington, Waterbury, and Milford. Our wagering kiosks offer tons of sports betting options, from props to parlays, and even live in-game wagers. Learn more at PlaySugarHouse.com. Must be 21 or older. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org slash chat. Hi, Jeff Serrett from Serrett Ford Lincoln and Aguam, and President's Month is here. Serrett has a great selection of new Fords and Lincolns on the ground and hundreds more on the way. Or get extra cash rebates when you special order your new Ford or Lincoln. Serrett is also your go-to pre-owned car, truck, and SUV superstore. Over 150 on the ground right now, all serviced and ready to go. Our President's Month sales, the biggest sale of the year. Stop in now. Serrett Ford Lincoln and Aguam, and at SerrettFord.com. It's 624 with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. Uh, rain uh, going to be uh, tapering off here, and then the sun is going to come out later on, a high of 58. Tomorrow, things go back to normal for February, uh, snowy and a high of 37. But then 52 on Monday again. It's 58 right now in downtown Springfield. Oh, for the love of God. You know, you know, tell Lapis the next time you talk him, pick a temperature and and stay with it. It's not his fault. It's his fault. I'm uh, blaming him. Right. I'm, I'm going Fine. right after the Right after, uh, right after him. What you got over there? Uh, well, uh, not a whole hell of a lot, except I can tell you that uh, Mike Quincy from Consumer Reports will be joining us later on this morning. Oh, hey, I like him. He's the guy who did the medical examinations on TV back in the 1980s. No, that's uh, Quincy M.D. M.E. M.E. Yeah. You're thinking of uh, the son of uh, the late President John Adams, who would become president later on. No, it'll be John Quincy Adams. Uh, you're thinking of that uh, town in Massachusetts that that's pronounced a different way. Uh, no, 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 Steve. That's uh, that's Quincy. No, you're thinking of that uh, sandwich place that went out of business around here that had mm-mm, toasty. No, 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 Steve. That you're thinking of Quiznos. <laughs> yeah. No, you're thinking of that. You're thinking of that uh, that little uh, Atari game with the uh, little orange thing with the no, nose sticking no, out, no. jumping down the cubes. That's Cubert. You're uh, th- you're th- you're no, you're thinking toast. of that white ball that goes on a pool table. No, no, Steve. That's uh, that's a cue ball. You're thinking of the uh, the thing you buy when you uh, want a lot of cocaine for a weekend. That's an eight ball. No, no, that's an eight ball. <laughs> you're thinking of the thing that uh, tells you your fortune when you turn it upside down. No, 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 Steve. That's the magic eight ball. No, that's the thing I want to put up my nose. <laughs> Maybe we should laugh. Do you have Maybe a, we wait, should. Do you have anybody that brings us this great joke today? Yes, the joke of the day is brought to you by American Elton, the Elton John tribute to, at the Rumble Seat tonight, 830 No Cover, Springfield Street in Chicopee. A uh, dyslexic man walks into a bra. Yes. <laughs> Get it? Right, he walks into a bra. 
Yes. In his defense, they did say you get two cups for one. <laughs> ah, you get yeah. it? Yeah, you see, yeah. <laughs> see. Well, Ooh, well, worth, well worth the. Uh, I'm sorry. I'm sure the rumble seat is grand oh, for that one. I'm sure yeah, they're. I'm sure you. they're happy. Their money's going here. You're welcome, Billy. It's six twenty six on Rock one hundred two. Rock one hundred two. Who's got Wacker? Pro Tool in Springfield's got Wacker. Wacker front end loaders, Wacker portable light towers, Wacker mobile generators of all sizes. When pro contractors need Wacker products, pro contractors get them at Pro Tool. Wacker excavators in all sizes, Wacker mobile and portable heaters, Wacker skid steers. When pro contractors need Wacker products, they rely on Pro Tool. Pro Tool on Brookdale Drive in Springfield. Your best choice, plain and simple. Need Wacker products? Call Pro Tool, 732-8044. If you're an HVAC tech, you've chosen one cool career in a hot industry. Now all you need is a workplace that always feels just right. So come work for Noonan Energy. We've got immediate full-time openings for experienced HVAC technicians to provide service throughout the Springfield area. Enjoy great benefits and compassion competitive pay at a company that's committed to comfort and feels like home. Apply today at NoonanEnergy.com. Noonan Energy, driving comfort, delivering more. Noonan Energy. Don't wait because the time is now. That's right, it's time for a new Jeep from the Bratera Jeep Center or a new Ram truck from the Bratera Ram Center on Riverdale Street in West Springfield. It's the President's Day event going on now at Bratera Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram, just a mile from the cinemas. Don't waste time running dealer to dealer just to find out they don't have what you're looking for. With rows and rows of new Ram trucks and new Jeeps, all priced hundreds, even thousands below other dealers, you'll get exactly what you want. Brand new Ram 1500 Bighorn Crew Cab 4x4s, leased for only two a month or a new Jeep Grand Cherokee 4x4 for $2.99 a month. And with 0% financing available, you could save even more. Your trade has never been worth more. We'll give you probably what you paid for it two, three, even four years ago. Or if you want us to buy it, bring it in for an appraisal and we'll cut you a check the same day. It's the President's Day event going on now at Proterra Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram on Riverdale Street in West Springfield and online at ProterraAuto.com. Call 888-379-6132 for details. Kiter is looking for laborers, project managers, site supervisors, CDL drivers, and skilled carpenters to join our expert team. Kiter is a family-owned business producing quality work in a safe and respectful environment. Our employees earn a fair wage, vacation time, paid holidays, 401k with company match, incentives, bonuses, and more. If you're a construction professional looking to join our team, please contact us. Apply online today at keiter.com. It's 629 with Bax and uh, Nagel and Rock 102. It is time for news, and it's brought to you by Gary Rome Hyundai. Gary Rome will pay you more for your car, whether you trade it or not. Here's local radio icon Steve Nagel. Thanks, Bax. One person is dead following a moped crash in Springfield. Police spokesperson Ryan Walsted offers a recall through the crash on Boston Road near Barber Street around 4.30 p.m. Wednesday after a man who was riding the moped crashed into a hydrant. He was taken to the Bay State Medical Center, where he later died. The crash remains under investigation by the Springfield Traffic Bureau. Uh, that's uh, that sucks. Yeah, it does. That's awful. Yeah, you know, the uh, getting in the uh, riding on a you know little thing like that, and then you don't know what like the, the mitigating circumstances were of the accident yet. No, but when you're like in traffic with bigger cars and you're riding a moped. It's very disproportionate, obviously, to 
the well, engine size and getting out of the way and and things like that. I don't, I don't know what kind of moped we're talking about here. Whether it's you know the old fashioned moped or something a little bit more updated. But I, I think. But the old ones yeah. were not. No. I mean but, th- those things would crumple like no like nobody's business. But even the new ones, I mean they're they're obviously more technologically advanced, but they're still you know small and uh, small engines and probably only go about 35, 40 miles an hour. You know. Yeah, I don't know, man. A 34-year-old Springfield woman is facing charges. Uh, She intentionally set fire to a home in 16 acres last month. Mary Wilson was arrested Thursday morning by members of the Springfield Police Warrant Apprehension Unit. Uh, State police violent, uh, all these places, all those those organizations. if If I had to sit here and list them all, we don't have time for that. Show ends at 10. And frankly, I'm on vacation in less than four hours. Listen, can I just say a lot of good cops got together and arrested this woman? Can I just say that? Yeah, that's fine. There you go. Investigators with the Springfield Arson and Bomb Squad identified her as a suspect in an intentionally set fire on January 27th that caused damage to a home on Cottonwood Lane. The fire was reported at 4 a.m. Police responding to a reported disturbance discovered the fire and alerted the fire department, which extinguished the flames. So, setting fires. Do we um, do we know what it was that uh, pointed her out of this thing that made her the one suspect? Uh, no, but uh, you know, I know you can't judge a book by its cover, but she doesn't look like the kind of person that would be setting fires. You know what I mean? Oh, don't be so sure. Well, that's what I'm saying. People are so unsuspecting. It's unsuspecting that you would uh, think that somebody like this would would be. A I know, but you know, some of your your best, uh, most effective arsonists look like uh, you know any other dude or lady on the street. Well, listen, it's it's alleged anyway. Okay, so. all right. Well, let's see how it all shakes out. Everything we do is alleged. Yes, allegedly. Yes. Uh, authorities are investigating an armed robbery in Westfield. The Westfield police said that a male suspect, armed with a large knife, robbed Cumberland Farms on Main Street around 4:30 on Thursday. Police aren't sure if Thursday's robbery is related to other recent robberies in West Springfield, but they are investigating the possibility. Anyone with information is uh, asked to contact Detective Coach. Hey, mm. Coach! You know, um, the, I saw this story uh, yesterday, yeah. and, and you, know, you can't be at every Cumberland Farms. Well, I... It's not you know, realistic. Uh, to my point, uh, look, it's not like they don't have my number. They know who I am. Yeah, but in the moment, Steve, it's, it's not like uh, you got a bat phone in the Nagel house. Well, why isn't there? Commissioner Gordon had that bat phone right there in his office, right next to the regular phone. Or actually, no, it was on like a. It was on. A, it's on. It's on like a cake platter. Yes. Almost. So uh, why couldn't there be a uh, you know a Nagel uh, phone? Well, it makes there. sense, but I'm just saying, you know, that's just not the way Cumberland Farms has chosen to operate since that uh, that last quote unquote incident. I have to say. I am very uh, flattered that people. This is almost ten years ago that that little incident happened at the Westfield Cumberland Farms. Right. This very Cumberland Farms. Anytime there's like a Cumberland Farms robbery, people are tagging me in it all over Facebook. Why wasn't I there? I just think that's kind of amusing, actually. Well, are it's you? amusing, but yeah. but but it's also uh, it also says something about the fact that you know people. In spite of in spite of the risk of having to face Steve Nagel in a Cumberland Farms, they're roguely going and committing crimes in these places. Meanwhile, you're sitting there just waiting for that hotline to ring. That's all I want. And you can't just you know, spend your whole day in a Cumberland Farms waiting for things to go down. There's only so many iced coffees I can drink.
There's that, and yeah. you have a life to live. Yeah, I got things to do. You can't just be going to Cumberland Farms hoping to to, to thwart crime. Didn't uh, didn't like Batman retire from crime uh, fighting uh, so he could raise his two kids? And I don't think he did. I don't. I one. I don't think he had no. kids. Oh, he didn't. Well, not that he knew about. Uh, I thought I saw a little uh, a booster seat in the back of the Batmobile. I don't think so. Rear facing. Goldfish crackers. No, front facing. Because the kid's old. <laughs> he was a little bit older and had he's, the weight restriction yeah, he's, left. Yeah, he's, yeah, he's right. okay to ride in the back right. of that. He had to go to poli- the, the police commissioner to get the seat installed in the back of the Batmobile. Well, that makes sense. Well, you got to make sure that it's safe. Well, you know, when you're in a rush to get in your yeah. car, safety first. I don't know how he fits cases of Infamil from Costco in the back of that thing, though. <laughs> it's not really meant for a cargo. Uh, well, you couldn't fit a pack and play thing. in the trunk. That's that's the one bad thing about the Batmobile. And you know what? You get all the way. Uh, you get all the way uh, to Catwoman's house. You forgot the diaper bag. You got to go all the way back. Oh yeah, you're absolutely right. Oh, and it, he made the mistake once of changing his son on the on the seat of the Batmobile without putting a pad down because what could go wrong? And then oh. the kid peed everywhere. Or worse. Or, well, hopefully it's just number one. It's easier to clean up. You know, when the bat signal goes off and you got your kid in a pack and play and you got to take the pack and play down. Yeah. I mean, I don't know about you. It always took me about 35 minutes to fold up a pack and play. Yeah. What about the diaper genie? I bet she's got one of those. He hasn't changed that. His butler hasn't changed that thing in weeks. It stinks. I wouldn't be surprised if he replaced the bat belt, the bat utility belt, with all those rolled up things from the diaper genie. Oh yeah. yeah it looks it looks like a like a like the utility belt. It, it does. Or a very large white sausage. Hmm. Batman's got a lot of stuff on his mind lately. No kidding. Uh, police are investigating a stabbing at Walmart in Northampton that ended with one man taken to the hospital and another man in police custody. The two men involved were Walmart employees. Police told uh, tw- uh, Western Mass News that they got into an argument over spilled milk, which led to one stabbing. Uh, just after 5 a.m. Now, don't they tell you not to cry over spilled milk? Is well, that, you shouldn't it, stab over spilled milk. Uh, I mean, I, I believe you can cry. Uh, that's a little bit better than stabbing someone. I would probably cry once the knife pierces my flesh. Uh, Western Mass News was in the courtroom yesterday afternoon as 23-year-old Omar Rios Robles of uh, Holyoke was arraigned on a charge of assault and battery with a dangerous weapon. According to court documents, police said Robles is a maintenance worker at Walmart. They said the victim, also an employee, had spilled milk inside the store, which he did not clean up. Robles told police he cleaned up the mess, but later Robles, the victim, and other employees went into the parking lot for a break when an argument broke out and and the victim punched Robles in the face. I like it. The victim punched somebody in the face. Then he got stabbed. Well, then who's really the victim here? Well, I think they're both at fault for this altercation. I mean, obviously, uh, somebody punches you in the face and you stab them back, you're going to jail. But you started the fight. Mm. Yeah, no kidding. Uh, anyway, uh, Robles, uh, they, they fought and Robles claimed he blacked out. But according to other witnesses, that's when Robles stabbed the victim, Northampton Police. Uh, said that what officers found when they arrived on the scene. When they got there, they found the victim had suffered multiple stab wounds to his left tricep and back. They provided medical treatment. The victim was eventually transported by Northampton Fire Rescue to Cooley Dickinson Hospital. That's according to Police Captain Victor Caputo. Uh, Robles was released uh, yesterday based on the promise that he will appear in court on March 14th. Hey, not to uh, do a callback. Mm-hmm. Uh, to a previous discussion. Yeah. Somebody just reminded me, and I don't know why we didn't even think about this. 
What about the Batmobile ejection seat? What about the Batmobile ejection seat? Well, I mean, if you're not tethered into, uh, if the car seat's not tethered into the floor or in the roof, uh, you know, above it, then you could cause a real problem if the if the child seat is yeah, ejected. You could, but probably most likely not. Well, I'm just he'll, thinking he'll, of safety. Be. I mean, you know, really. I mean, you know, the most He's Batman. He can save his own kid if something goes wrong. Not if the bad signal is going off and Commissioner Gordon wants him, like, you know, at, at uh, like, uh, you know, if they're going after the penguin for crying out loud. Yeah. You know, he's been all that time changing the baby. The ejection seat's got to go. He's got to go find the kid, put him okay. back in the car, and then go chase the penguin yes. in a house that's, you know, turned like, you know, like four, at a 45-degree angle. Hey, we all have our crosses to bear, Bex. Jesus, I don't know how he's going to do it. He's He's probably not. Yeah, it's probably not. You'd think that Alfred would step in and help out. With I will. This well, that was that was gonna be my next thing. Where's yeah. Alfred, and why is he watching the kid? Well, he doesn't want to deal with this. He should, paying good money. But he doesn't have to. But back to the guy uh, stabbing somebody over uh, the spilled milk. Yeah, right. Was it one percent, two percent, or skim or whole? Well, I don't think skim is worth uh, stabbing anybody over. Maybe it was almond milk. Oh Jesus! Yeah, now you're talking about someone with a lactose intolerance. Well, it could be, but almond milk is very delicious. I got a stabbing intolerance. A st- I, I do, too. Usually when somebody stabs me, I kind of I get a little heated. Yeah, I get real, real angry. Uh, I have no problem drinking like a, like an unpasteurized raw milk every now and then because that's actually quite delicious and healthy. But uh, getting stabbed, no thank you. I'm off. Uh, let's see. Uh, there was a... Oh, I'm trying to think. I'm not really prepared this morning. I'm it's all right, that. Steve. Is it really? Yeah, it's all, well, you know, 10 o'clock, I'm out the door. Yeah, you're on vacation. Yeah. And by the way, there's been power outages all throughout the area because of all the wind we had last night, and there's branches down. So you got to be careful when you're driving around out there this morning. Right. Because you don't want to, uh, you don't want to get, you don't want to get a branch in your windshield or under your tire. No, or, that's a, that's a big, I actually yeah. ran over a branch today because it was like, not a branch, but like you know, like when when a branch falls, then it breaks off to like a million pieces. Yeah, there was like a thicker piece that I didn't see because it was so dark out. There's not like a lot of street lights on my way in, so then I I ran over it, and all of a sudden it's like you know, hitting underneath the uh, the undercarriage. <laughs> yeah, that that's kind of that was that kind of the thing. Drag. Yeah, I was in the uh, the Lincoln Tunnel once, and I hit a cone and dragged it from New Jersey all the way into New York City. Oh yeah, well because you couldn't stop. You know, there was a cone, yeah, and the thing was already somebody had knocked it over before me, and it was in the lane. And I just, didn't like intentionally hit this cone; it no, just was but there. You got, but you, you can't get out of the car to to remove it. Well, the traffic was moving surprisingly at a steady 30, 35 miles an hour through the Lincoln Tunnel, which is very unusual. Yeah, uh, that it would move that fast. Well, I think it was just the time of the day, but there was still a lot of cars there, and I couldn't. It wasn't like I was going to stop. So the, for the entire, what is it, like a mile and a half, it was right when I got into the tunnel, and then when I get out of the other street, you could hear the thing dragging underneath my uh, Jeep. It was like, shh. I thought, but I thought it was going to start a fire or something, but it didn't. Did it melt the, the cone? No, it didn't melt the cone. Interesting. Uh, get out of here. We were just talking about this the other day. Uber just rolled out a new feature that lets you see how many one-star reviews you've gotten. Really? Yeah. As in how you probably have to update the app now since this is brand new. Well, I don't know. 
As in, how many drivers thought you were a complete jerk? Just go to the privacy center in your settings and look for view my ratings. Until now, you uh, could only see your average rating across all rides. Now you can see how many one, two, three, four, and five star reviews you got. But it won't tell you the driver's name or people, you know, well, I mean, people retaliating against Anybody. I don't need to know the dude's name, but yeah, I got an Uber. Uh, uh, yeah, I got an Uber update right now. Yeah, I want to find out what's going on. Who, who is bad mouthing me? How come I got that four point nine two? Yeah, but is, does it say how many you've gotten? Well, no, I got to do the up. I'm doing the update right now. Oh, like right this because I just checked the phone and you, you, there's an update. Oh, okay. They probably want you to yeah get the update. Yeah. So now I want to I want to I want to get to the bottom of this well, thing. Maybe maybe I already have the update when I got this new phone. What did I say? Go into uh, the privacy what? settings, right? Settings. Yeah. And then privacy. Yeah, I I you know it's gonna take me a while to get the Wi-Fi here is a little bit slow, so I'm gonna get to the bottom of this and find out. Yeah, it's who's it's, jacking I'm, me around. I'm gonna have to download that too. But there you go. All these people we were talking about the other day, and all these people were sending me screenshots of how they have 5.0s. Mm-hmm. Like, you you dirty people. You know, I even had to update my... I felt so passionate about this. Yeah. I actually went onto Facebook and changed my uh, my bio. Yeah. So it's now host of Baxi's Musical Podcast, host of Baxi's Musical Fun Bag. I also have a 4.92 Uber rating. Well, there you go. I want everybody to know. You know that uh, I am I am not going to cause a problem in your Uber car. That should be like uh, you know anybody who's using dating apps. That should be your thing. I have a 5.0 Uber rating. I would think that would say a lot about your character. I think it would. Yeah. But then you know someone if I if I were in the dating world and someone said, well, how come you don't have a perfect five? Yeah. I I only I, I you know without any information as to why I was docked a few points. I only base. Uh, I only base my relationships on what people have had on all of their platforms. That's right. When I started dating my girlfriend, I said, could I please see your eBay uh, rating? <laughs> you I want to see what people to be say. A good, are you considered to be a good buyer? Yeah, I want to see what people say about you. Yeah, are you some sort of shifty jerk? Yeah, what is your Amazon? What's going on with your Amazon? Anybody complaining about you on there? What are you, what are you writing on there? <laughs> Let me see that. Their uh, press release about it listed five reasons drivers give bad reviews. They include leaving trash in their car, not wearing a seatbelt. I bet you that's what it was. Oh, I always put the seatbelt on. No, I, I don't. I don't put the seatbelt on. I always do because I don't trust the driver well enough to know that he's going to be a you know yeah yeah not uh, drive recklessly. To I don't my know. Destination. That's a generational thing. Remember, like when I was a kid, like. I remember being like three or four years old when that became like a state law, at least in New Jersey. I don't know if it was a national thing yet. Well, it wasn't. It was, no, oh, it, was, state it was state. Law. Okay, so it was like early 80s, and I remember having to put the seatbelt on every time. But if you were in the back, you didn't have to. I think that's like, you know, people are stuck on that. I don't I don't typically put a seatbelt on when I get in the rear of a vehicle, but I, how many times do I drive in the rear of a vehicle? Yeah, that's right. You know, only very, when I'm in an Uber. Well, very yeah, very rarely I'm a passenger, so I'm just sitting out there. It's like a Uber comfort cruise. I am uh, I am going to get to the bottom of this and Ooh. find out what uh, what has happened here. Slamming the door when you get out. Oh, I didn't. I, you know, I don't do that. I always yeah. I'm very gentle. Being rude or disrespectful, or having to make them wait. 
Settings and then privacy, you say? Yeah. Privacy. There we go. Okay. And then uh, it looked for view my ratings. Uh, it doesn't say anything like that. Well, I guess they don't have it yet. Well, I am going to get, again, I, okay, all right, I will, nah, it doesn't show anything like that. Yeah, I don't know if I like this. I don't know if you. <sighs> They're just going to hide this stuff from me forever, aren't they? I guess so. All hey, right. if you're, uh, if you're waiting on a Porsche to arrive from Germany. Yeah. Because I know you are. You might have to wait. Because a cargo ship carrying 4,000 cars is adrift in the Atlantic Ocean, and it doesn't have anything to do with jammed ports. On fire, uh, or on Wednesday, a fire broke out on board, and it was serious enough that uh, the Portuguese Navy rescued all 22 crew members. Leave it to my Portuguese brothers and sisters yes. to save these cars. And they brought them on board, they, uh, they slit the throat of a goat, and then they roasted it on the deck of the ship. And then they all drank all night long. Uh, listen, uh, Steve, say what you will about the uh, about the Portuguese. Yeah. Goat is delicious, and there is nothing wrong with downing a bunch of matus in a single night. You know, the music sounds like uh, a goat is being murdered. All right, you know what? Listen, but... who are you to make fun of traditional Portuguese music? You know, I never thought my demise would be making fun of the Portuguese. Oh, <laughs> Let me tell you something. Next time I go to Ludlow, we're we're going to form a militia. Yeah. We're going to put our foot down on this kind of treatment. Uh, anyway, uh, the cargo ship, which is called the Felicity Ace, is now abandoned and is just floating aimlessly through the Atlantic while it's still on fire. Can you imagine that? Jesus. A spokesperson for Porsche says it's uh, unclear what happened and what the next steps are and what the status of the cars on board is. Although from the photos, it doesn't look good. Yeah, no kidding. Especially if you're waiting on a Porsche. Yeah, I feel bad for you people. Well, I mean, you can. This thing is. Just, it looks like a big giant crew. Like a, it, it's a. It, you can tell it's a cargo ship, but it's more of like a cruise ship looking thing. Mm-hmm. And the smoke is just billowing out the top of. Ooh man, that oh, ain't gonna wow. be good for let's, business. Let's, let's hope the Portuguese can put the. Matus down long enough to extinguish the flames. Many of the Porsches in the shipment were special orders that customers have been waiting to receive. The Drive.com said there were also 189 Bentleys on the ship, along with Audis and some possibly and possibly some Lamborghinis. Oh well, hey, how about that? Yeah, I don't know. Uh, uh, you know that that's your first world problem. <laughs> My Lamborghini isn't coming in until like three months from now. <laughs> I only spent $300,000 on it. All we need now are some pirates from Portugal. <laughs> you know, I see these cars driving around here sometimes because they got this shop over here that fixes all those fancy, fancy vehicles. Sure. And I'm like, that one car is worth as much as my house is. Like, it's just <laughs> like you're just looking at them. You're like, what the hell? I know. Yeah. I know. But I, but I know people that have those, that own those kinds of cars. They, they. They love it. That's wish, their priority. I wish I had that kind of money. Nah, I don't, even if I had that kind of money, I don't think I'd buy one of those things. I wouldn't buy one of those things either. That's just, uh, that's kind of really saying about something about, you know, well, I'm not, proportion, I, if you will. Right, but I'm yeah. I'm not really the sports car type of guy. Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, if, if I ran into a lot of money, I might put like, uh, you know, better tires on my, uh, on, my, uh, on my car. That would probably be it. Yeah, that's probably. Yeah, I mean, my car is almost like nine years old, but I'm not really. I don't think I'm gonna go buy a sports car if I, you know, win Powerball. Well, you are that's not me. a real lottery winner.
Well, right now I'm not. It's not like you'd win. Uh, I'm going to buy a minivan. <laughs> You're not going to do that. You, get like, you win like $300 million in the lottery. I'm getting one of them town and countries. <laughs> it's, uh, we're late. It's 58 in downtown Springfield. I'm Steve Nagel, and that's the news on Rock 102. Oh, yeah. Hey, it's Pat Kelly. Join me Monday afternoon. It's 7-12 with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. Morning showers, then partly sunny and very windy today. Gusts up to 40 miles an hour. Could see some tree branches down, so be careful out there. And a high of uh, 58. Yeah, it is 58 right now in downtown Springfield. Mike Quincy for Consumer Reports is on the phone. for Michael. How you doing? Hey, guys. How's it going today? Good. How are you? I'm doing fabulous, and yes, it's crazy windy down here in Connecticut as well. So, hey, um, I've been noticing uh, driving around, if you go like uh, you know, past dealerships and you see like predominantly empty lots, I think we talked to you uh, last time you were on about this, uh, you know, inventory issues are, are continuing. And if you're someone who is in the market to buy a car, uh, it poses a hell of a lot of challenges for you right now. Oh, no question. And in fact, uh, maybe the, the, the best advice about trying to buy a, a car these days is don't. <laughs> I mean, if you, can, if you can put it off, if, if your car is not you know, on fire or a safety hazard or something like that, then, then try to put it off because right now you're, you're going to be paying more for, uh, for new and used cars than you have in, in any time in my memory. Listen, Michael, you'd be very proud of me because when I bought my, uh, my pickup truck uh, five years ago, I bought that extra warranty to go with it to cover it up to 125,000 miles, and I'm at 118,000, and I need a new oil pan, and I need uh, new suspension stuff, and it's all covered. Wow. Well, you are, you are among, uh, I guess, the, the, the few uh, that actually can take advantage of an extended warranty. In Consumer Reports surveys a couple years ago, uh, we found like something like 60 to 70% of people that bought extended warranties never saw a dime of it. Well, and I'm sure that it's just like any kind of insurance policy that's not going to pay out. You know, they're making more money off that than they are paying out. <laughs> Uh, but I figured, you know what? It, it's a. It, I think it cost me like thirty five hundred dollars as part of the, the the buying the car, and that's pretty much. I, I basically just prepaid for the for the repairs on it because that's how right. much it's going to cost about thirty two hundred bucks. So uh, I think I did pretty well with that. In in this case, uh, you, you have and and but when, whenever people are considering getting an extended warranty, you really have to look at the fine print because the automakers have more data on on repairs that they think is going to happen to their vehicles than you do. So it's just like a casino; the the the, the odds are going to be in favor of the house. So you got to make sure that you know exactly what isn't covered. See, when, whenever the salesman per, uh, starts talking about the extended warranty, that's when I hold up my hand and I say, stop talking. Shh. <laughs> don't talk. Don't talk. I don't want to hear anything about an extended warranty. I'm never going to buy it. And I think that's partially why if I own a car and it's going to start costing me money to keep it on the road, then it's time to get another card. Well, right, and that's, that, and that's kind of you know what makes up Consumer Reports' uh, top picks list, that these are vehicles that have – uh, high uh, scores in our predicted reliability. So if you buy a really super reliable car from the get-go, your odds of needing the extended warranty definitely go down. 
But as we we started talking about when it comes to to inventory, I know that Consumer Reports has written uh, a, a, an article about you know you know what to do to make sure that you're not gonna have to spend more on uh, on a new vehicle. Tell us what what Consumer Reports is is recommending. Obviously, you know now might not be the best time to buy a car, but I'm sure every dealer in town is saying, please don't say that. But uh, but but in all honesty, from the consumer point of view, if you have to buy a car, what can you do to make sure you're you're still getting the best deal you can get? Well, you you have to be flexible in terms of the make and model that you're you're shopping for. I mean, you, you, generally people decide on the kind of category they want. In other words, you know, I've I've a small family. I need a three row SUV. I need a minivan, and so you kind of start there. And then in, instead of, you know, going for, you know, one of Consumer Reports' top picks for, for a three-euro SUV is a Kia Telluride. It's a great vehicle, but they're absolutely impossible to get. So, so in, in order to, to get the vehicle that you need to fulfill you, what your, your daily driving requirements are, you need to be open-minded of, 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 a, different, of a different car. I mean, there, there are lots of SUVs out there, so, so you have to be ready to, to kind of find something else. Uh, you have to be ready to to deal with what the the dealer has in inventory. Uh, sometimes you have to order the car and just be patient. I mean, the last couple of cars that I bought for the Consumer Reports test program, uh, the the Ford Bronco, the Cadillac Escalade, we we ordered those like straight from the factory, and we just had to wait. Is there like at these at these uh, auto factories? Are they like backed up with? With stuff because they don't have the material, like the chips and all that stuff. Is that what the the holdup is? is or is the, this about shipping, or both? No, it's 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 a it's a little bit of everything. I mean, mm. but but there's there's no question that there's still a microchip shortage, and the analysts are thinking this is going to continue on throughout the rest of 2022 and maybe into 2023, and that has caused automakers actually to kind of decontent their cars. There's some uh, makes and models. Where you say can't you can't get heated seats anymore because they don't have the components to put them in. Uh, that's and, it. I'm and out. That's, <laughs> I'm yeah, out. Well, yeah, no I mean, heated that, seats. That, forget that, about that's it. A real, that's a real problem when you're when you're trying to market your cars. You say, well, the last year's car had all this equipment, but yeah. now because of the equipment shortages, uh, the the 2022 models don't have it. Yeah. See, I love all the features that go along with the car. I can't do without those. <laughs> You know, why should your buttocks be cold while driving to work? Well, because for years I didn't have a car that had all these features, and now I finally uh, purchased one, and it's like uh, riding in a comfort cruise. You can't go back. You can't go back. (laughs) I I, I, got to tell you, I'm with with Steve on this. I mean, going through you know northeast winters without a a heated heated seats is 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 kind of traumatic for me. And but I'm kind of spoiled because I get to drive new cars all the time. Well, I mean, I gotta yeah, I I gotta tell you that 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 Ford collision system is pretty damn good. Like it really. Well, that's that, that's that, well, that's part of the requirement. Yeah. To to get on Consumer Reports' top picks list, I mean, the the vehicles have to have uh, really good scores in our road test, high predictive reliability and owner satisfaction, and they have to come standard with forward collision warning, automatic emergency braking, with pedestrian detection. These are safety systems that, <clears throat> according to the data, is is showing uh, lower frequencies of accidents and injuries and deaths. And we think that every car should have the standard. So during the Super Bowl, uh, there were a couple of commercials that were you know, really, really pushing the idea of uh, the elect- the electric uh, cars, specifically at the, the BMW, the Silverado commercial with the uh, the Sopranos. 
I mean, obviously, if you're going to spend and invest that kind of money in a Super Bowl commercial for an electric battery-powered car, they obviously are taking this very, very seriously to push that hard in marketing those those vehicles. You know, you're, you're kind of in a, in a weird place right now for electric vehicles because the general um, – the public perception is these are cool, and I'm definitely interested, but they're still only making up about 2.5% of the entire new vehicle sales, which is tiny. Um, and and I, it, they, electric vehicles are the future. They're not going to be right for everyone, and right now they're really expensive. For example, uh, Consumer Reports' top pick for electric vehicles is the Ford Mustang Mach-E, and, and this got a lot of news because it bumped off uh, the, the, the Tesla Model Y from, from that position. And, and the Mach-E is, is really well done. I mean, it, it has uh, about... Uh, 270 miles of, of cruising range, which for most people is 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 more than adequate. I mean, there are a lot of people that have a very short commute, and and this an electric vehicle you can plug in at home, so so that you don't you can really not worry as much about infrastructure uh, uh, restrictions because there really isn't a good infrastructure uh, in place yet. But um, when it comes to like road trips and and you know long distance driving. I, I think that electric vehicles aren't there yet. But yes, you're right. The, the car companies are putting a lot of money and muscle behind their electric vehicles. Uh, it, you know, number one, it's trendy. But number two, it's definitely the future. And there are some cities even around the world that are talking about banning internal combustion engines. So, so the car makers have to be ready. Well, when it comes to like the Silverado, I mean, I, you tell me because I don't really know how you know, the battery system works. If you've got a if you've got a truck and you're hauling stuff with it. Does that affect the life of the battery if the if the vehicle has to work harder to move stuff? It doesn't necessarily affect the life of the battery. It it affects the kind of of, of driving capacity that you have at the time. I mean, electric vehicles are still very uh, sensitive and prone to decreases in performance when it comes to cold weather, for example. When it comes to hot weather, that can also, you, these, these weather extremes can, can hurt battery performance. Uh, we're not seeing any data that the batteries themselves are, are dying at any kind of, of a rapid rate. But if you load up the truck, if you're hauling a trailer, your normal range, uh, dr- driving range, will definitely go down. And this is an issue that, that Consumer Reports is definitely going to be looking at as soon as we can get our hands on the new electric vehicles. There are electric pickup trucks coming from Ford and, and General Motors and, and this uh, startup company called Rivian, and Tesla is making noise about putting out an electric pickup truck. But, but I mean, you're, you're right. I mean, the way people use pickup trucks, uh, certainly in a, in a kind of a work basis, there rarely is the bed empty, so all this extra weight is going to cause you to have fewer miles to drive. Uh, listen, Mike, we're we're running out of time, but uh, I know you waste your breath on all that stuff. But what about flying cars? When are we going to get those? Yeah, <laughs> right. <laughs> or cars that float? Yeah. Oh. As my old boss used to say, people can hardly drive cars on the road. You want to put them up in the air? Well, it would be nice to get to work a little bit faster than now, don't you think? Oh, boy. What are you doing down there at that test track all day? That could be a runway. Yeah. You guys could expand a little bit. 
Mike Quincy from Consumer Reports. Check out the car blog. He writes on there all the time. Mike, it's good to talk to you. Thanks, Mike. Thanks so much, guys. Appreciate it. It's 723 on Rock 102. Hi, folks. Adam Quinville here. Your home is most likely your biggest investment. And when it needs roof repair, you want to make sure you have the best person for the project. Whether it's a mine else is at Randall's Farm and Greenhouse in Ludlow. 733 with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. It's time for news and it's brought to you by Yankee Home Improvement. This month, Yankee Home is offering $1,400 off installation with no money down, no payments, and no interest for a full year. Visit yankeehomeimprovement.com and always use the keyword Rock 102. Here's local radio icon Steve Nagel. Uh, thanks, Max. It's going to get windy again today. It was already windy overnight. Lots of uh, trees, uh, you know, tree limbs down, some power lines down. People lost power. Uh, but it's going to get windier again. Wind gusts up to 40 miles an hour this afternoon. That's windy. Everyone knows it's windy, though. I saw <laughs> I saw on Allen Street today yeah. someone's, um, someone's trash barrel had been blown over by the wind. And I don't know if DPW is going to come out and assist this person whose uh, trash receptacle was blown over, but... It was uh, it was quite a mess on Allen Street at about uh, three fifty nine this morning. Oh, uh, really? I hope uh, whoever that is, whoever who's ever trash is scattered around the uh, the neighborhood, I'm can, to, can rebuild. I'm trying to find that meme. I had it a few years ago. It was like a uh, a weather forecaster standing in front of a green. She's standing in front of the you know the green screen with the words on it, right? And it says something like wind factor, and it's like my trash can knocked over. And then the second one was, my trash can is across the street. And the third one was, I can't find my trash can. Like, that's. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, Lapis needs to be doing this every time there's a windstorm, like, about where the, uh, the you know, the toughness of your trash can. Right. <laughs> Durability, if you will. I thought that was pretty funny. Right. Uh, hey, uh, watch out for falling prices and stabbings. Okay. At Walmart. Police Yo, are investigating okay. a stabbing at Walmart in Northampton that ended with one man taken to the hospital and another man in police custody. The two men involved were Walmart employees. Police told us they got into an argument over spilled milk, which led to the stabbing just after 5 a.m. yesterday. Western Mass News was in the courtroom after, uh, yesterday afternoon as 23-year-old Omar Rios Robles of Holyoke was arranged, uh, arraigned on a charge of assault and battery with a dangerous weapon. According to court documents, police said Robles is a maintenance worker at Walmart. They said the victim, also an employee, had spilled milk inside the store, which he did not clean up. Robles told police he cleaned up the mess, but later Robles, the victim, and other employees went into the parking lot for a break when an argument broke out and the victim punched Robles in the face. They fought and Robles claimed he blacked out, but according to other witnesses, that's when Robles stabbed him. Can I just ask a question here? Because, I mean, sure. it seems to me there's there's kind of, um, I don't know, there's, there's, uh, there seems to be a consideration issue here. Yeah. If I were to spill milk yeah. in the break room upstairs mm -hmm. and then just walked away from it because that's somebody else's job to take care of. Yeah. That's kind of on me, isn't it? It is on you. That's I mean that's like uh that's like my fault. That's assuming that I'm too good to pick to pick up after my own messes. Yeah, you're a lazy bastard. Well, no 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 no. I'm not yeah. saying that I would walk away. It's a hypothetical situation. Now, I uh, just because I happen to be a very considerate individual 
would take as many paper towels as is humanly possible to mop up my spill. Right. That's what I would do. I would not necessarily leave it there for somebody else to take care of. Now, having said that, I sometimes leave uh, my K-cups inside the Keurig machine, and that's uh, and I apologize for that. I realize that must be inconvenient for the next person to make coffee. Oh, yes, that's exactly what I that should, means. in theory, uh, be removing my own K-cup. Well, listen, uh, this... This sounds to me like a dispute between two co-workers that was, there's more to this than what we're hearing. Oh, there's always add, more to every story. You don't just, you, really? I always thought it was whatever was in the paper was whatever was the story. Hardly. Uh, so, uh, yeah, it, you know, there's there's another side to this because I, I find that, Unless you're some whacked out dude that just, you know, oh, God, I can't control myself. I need to stab you, you know? Yeah. It, it could be just there There was a buildup to this. There was This might be one of many spilt milks. Maybe. You know? Maybe. Last week, he put 1% on the floor in the electronics center, too. So that would be an outrage if I were the maintenance guy and had yeah. to pick up now two spills of uh, perfectly good milk. I do know, however, and I've uh, read very carefully uh, yeah. our company's uh, employee manual. Yeah. Uh, I do know that workplace stabbing is wildly frowned upon. Really? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Uh, okay. You are apparently not supposed to stab anybody on staff. Except for that backstabbing policy. I, I don't know anything about that. <laughs> just saying. You know, I, haven't read, I haven't read the whole thing. I'm just, uh, you know, uh, you, you got to read the fine print. You know, you sign that when you haven't, sign it. haven't know. gotten that far in. Well, you might need to reread your terms of agreement if you want to get some more detail on that. Anyway, when police arrived, they found the victim who had suffered multiple stab wounds to his left tricep and back. They provided medical treatment. The victim was eventually transported by Northampton Fire Rescue to Cooley Dickinson, and uh, Robles was released uh, yesterday on the promise that he will appear in court on March 14th. Are you going to be back here on March 14th? Yes. Say you're going to promise. I promise. Um, does Walmart still employ these two individuals? I, uh, I, You know what? With the lack of uh, labor around here, there's probably, you know what? You you guys are on thin ice. <laughs> Do you schedule these guys on the same shift, uh, no, knowing you, no, their background? You, you move them to opposite shifts. You put the the stabber on during the day, where he's probably less likely to be stressed working overnight. But now you're and, demoting the maintenance guy to nights for our second shift. No, no, no. The maintenance guy could be the one during the day. You be you you, you switch the shifts. There's got to be a maintenance guy during the day there. And you you just switch the roles. What about uh, the sloppy milk dropper? What's he? Where are they going to put him in the schedule? Oh, they could put him uh, in the garden center. Now you're going to have milk all over the garden center. Yeah, but he's not going to bring. I don't think he'd spill the milk again. I don't think he'd be stupid enough to do that. I mean, look at the results of the first time you spilled the milk. Yeah, yeah, no. I mean, I I, I wouldn't do it a second time. What's going to happen? If I knew there was like a, the possibility of a stabbing. One person is under arrest, accused of setting a fire at a Springfield home. Uh, fire Captain Drew Piemonte said that the uh, Springfield police responded to a Cottonwood Lane home for a disturbance on January 27th. When they arrived, they saw a fire at the home. Police were able to distinguish the flames, and an investigation by the arson and bomb squad led to a suspect identified as 34-year-old Mary Wilson of Springfield, who allegedly set the fire. Piemonte added on, on Thursday, Wilson was arrested by local, state, and federal authorities on charges of arson of a dwelling house 
and assault and battery charges. Ooh, she likes starting fires. Wasn't uh, Mary Wilson one of the Supremes? Was she? I believe she was. I think uh, you're thinking of Tom Hanks' wife. No, 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 Steve. That's Rita Wilson. You're thinking of the one, the uh, the woman that used to date Marlon Brando that was on The Electric Company. Rita Moreno. Okay. Oh, yeah, I remember that from when I was a kid. You, you, don't, you don't know who Rita Moreno is? I know who Rita Moreno is, but uh, I didn't realize that that's... I didn't really watch that oh, show. She had I a only... tour affair with uh, with Marlon Brando, and and she was on The Electric Company with Morgan, Mr. Morgan Freeman. Yeah, I remember seeing just a few episodes of that show. My uh, my upbringing was Mr. Rogers and, uh, and Sesame Street on PBS. Well, mine too, but yeah. The Electric Company came out in the 70s, and it, it but, packed a wallop. But it ended probably in the early 80s, I would think, right? Sure. Because I don't remember being that part of my TV lineup, and I watched a lot of TV. I'm sure you did. And, I'm surpri- so and actually, I'm fat. surprised that The Electric Company was not uh, brought back in reruns, because it was a great show. Okay. With Miss Rita, uh, Rita Moreno and Mr. Morgan Freeman. Oh, no, by the way, sometimes Mr. Bill Cosby was involved. Oh, well, you see how that turned out. Uh, It didn't turn out. Well, at the time, no one really knew. In uh, Columbia, South Carolina, they found this, like, uh, oh, no, Columbia. It's Columbia, the country. I don't know why they say South Carolina. I don't know. Well, I don't know. It came from a South Carolina news station. I thought it was Columbia. You never assume. It's the same with 22 News. They'll put up a thing about Springfield, and you read the story, and you're like, who the hell are these people? And you realize it's Springfield, Missouri. <laughs> like so, we, like anyone here cares about that. So a news station from South Carolina puts out, says Columbia, and now I'm looking at the thing. There was a sloth. You know what a sloth is? I do. Hanging from the electrical wires. Yeah. Almost that's... about to get fried, and this, uh, this line uh, utility worker goes up there and saves his ass. That's pretty brave. That is. I wouldn't. I wouldn't mess with no sloth. I. I didn't. And the th- he's holding the thing like it's a pet. I didn't realize they were that calm. I don't believe sloths are uh, are real excitable animals. They don't want to scratch you or nothing. I don't know. They got very long claws. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Because that's how they they can hold on to those branches and fall asleep. I remember uh, taking a field trip when I was in sixth grade to the Niagara Mohawk Power Facility in Auburn, New York. Ooh, that must have been a good one. For a field trip, right? Mm -hmm. And they had, uh, one of the things was the the displays was a stuffed charred squirrel next to a power transformer. Oh, really? Yeah, that was it was on display in this big case showing you the dangers of what could happen if you got near a power line. So and it, it showed like a like a a cooked squirrel. Yes, a very cooked squirrel. Over overdone. Overdone. Yeah. Well, you don't want to be playing with that kind of uh, stuff, really. What? The uh the squirrel the, the Well, there's the transformers ones? and stuff like that. You, you leave that stuff alone. Yeah, but you don't want to be like that squirrel who's been Overdone. Yeah, you imagine that you're a squirrel. You don't know. You don't know any of this stuff. You don't know what's dangerous and what's not. You're just doing your squirrel thing all day. Do you ever see uh, on the internet these pictures of these squirrels that like on like a stockade fence? Yeah. And uh, you know, one thing leads to another, and something gets caught between the two slats of the stockade fence. Yeah. Like his bits and pieces, and he's stuck there, unable to move. 
Do yeah. they not? I mean, I, I don't know how how squirrels raise their young, but don't you think that'd be something that they would talk about in their off time? Like, hey, whatever you do, you're going to go over the fence? You don't want to think about going under the fence. Going over the fence, you can get your, <clears throat> your acorns uh, caught in the fence. Yeah, you don't want that to happen. Yeah, you don't. That's a very painful uh, experience. I would imagine. I can't even, I, I mean, I would, I would, what do you do? I remember that uh, that Family Guy episode. The crows are sitting on top of the electrical wire, right? And I don't know what it, what he says, but the, one of the crows goes, "Hey, uh, hey, hey, Bill, you know, if you put your beak over there, yeah, there's free bird seed in there." And then the bird goes to the transformer and it gets poofed away. Oh yeah. And then the uh, the other two are like, "Man, dude, that was dark." He's like, "I don't care." <laughs> like, <laughs> like they're just killing each other up yeah. on top of those wires. Yeah, you know the crows. Well, crows are very smart. Yeah, but they're, they're bloodthirsty, though. Are they bloodthirsty? Well, in that case, they certainly are. Uh, let's see. Uh, if you have kids, you've probably gone to extreme lengths to try to limit their screen time. And has anything worked? No. I believe taking the whole thing away was the best solution to, <laughs> to that whole thing. A man in France, though, was desperate enough to try using a multi-wave band jammer to temporarily cut off the Internet connection at his house. But he didn't just cut off the internet to his house. He shut it down for the entire town. Jammers interfere with telecommunication signals, and they're illegal in France, as well as in the U.S. Still, people get caught using them all the time. It's unclear what went wrong, but once they traced the outage back to this guy, he was arrested. He's now looking at six months in jail and a fine of up to $34,000. He told police it was a complete accident. He was trying to block the internet to his house between the hours of midnight and 3 a.m. so that his kids would go to bed. It's unclear if he will catch a break or get the maximum punishment. You can shut the router off, too. <laughs> well, you could do you that. You know what but... I mean? Like, there's so many different things you can do than not cause uh, a, an outage like this where now you're facing uh, stiff penalties. It'd be a hell time. It has to be a hell of a jammer if you can shut down the entire neighborhood. You know how bad I really want one of those things, but they're so illegal that oh, I, would, I, know. I wouldn't want to get caught with one, but wouldn't it be cool to see some douchebag on his Bluetooth where you're standing in line behind him and he's too involved in the conversation to get his order right yeah. what he's doing at the counter? That would be you cool. just take that little button and shut that off. But I would be, what would happen to me is that somebody would be on, like, need an emergency call, and I just screwed that up for somebody, and then something bad would happen, yeah. and I would have to live with that for the rest of my life. That's, that's how I think about this. <laughs> I think that's a good thing, though, yeah. to, to think about the most extreme thing that sure. you would never want to happen. But think of all the fun things you've talked yourself out of as a result of that, this. That's exactly what I'm talking about. Yeah. I could have I I lived a much more exciting life had I uh, had... You know, upped my game a little bit. You've really missed out on a lot of laughs. I have. Uh, yeah, it's it's unclear if he's going to catch a break or get the maximum punishment. They're probably going to come to some agreement with the guy. It was only one day. Yeah, don't you ever jam anybody again. Your uh, Pioneer Valley forecast brought to you by Fogbuster Nitro Cold Brew Coffee. It's velvety smooth and never bitter because Fogbuster is air-roasted. The black and white can is now in the beverage cooler at every Big Y Express. Going to be rainy this morning and then sunshine in the afternoon with a high of 59. Tomorrow, colder with uh, snow showers possible and a high of 35. It is 57 right now in downtown. Some down tree limbs, probably some power outages. It's just, uh, it's Armageddon. 
I don't think it's that bad, but well, uh, if your garbage bucket's been uh, blown over, eh, it's pretty close. Oh, you get uh, bottles and cans all over the place. Oh, you it's get, a mess. You can go around, pick up bottles and cans, cash them in for five cents a piece. You know, uh, we were talking, you and me, uh, a while back mm-hmm. on this show about uh, nip bottles. What? And how you were like outside walking around with your kids, yeah. and it was like nothing but broken nips all over the... The sides of the road. Yeah, we uh, we call it the uh, the Huntington uh, uh, nip hunt, nip bottle hunt. Right. Where you, you go around and you see all the nip bottles thrown out the side of the window. Well, they're everywhere. I mean, mm-hmm. it, like uh, like in Springfield, for example, you you'll find yeah. uh, like a whole bunch of uh, empty nip bottles and you know, crack vials and hypodermic needles all over the place. You got to mm-hmm. be very careful where you yeah. step. Well, the Massachusetts Munip- Municipal Association and the Metropolitan Area Planning mm-hmm. Council of Boston. Uh, on Wednesday, both endorsed legislation updating the state's beverage container deposit law. It's called the Better Bottle Bill. Yeah. And uh, two, uh, State Representative uh, Marjorie Decker and State Senator Cindy Cream uh, would are incre- want to increase the bottle deposit yeah. from its current uh, five cents to ten cents. But they would also be adding other containers to the program because, uh-huh. like as you know, it's just like you know bottles and cans, and that's. That's really it. This would include water bottles, vitamin drinks, and nip bottles. I am on board, my now, friend. I knew you would be, yeah. and that's why uh, that's why I'm bringing it up. This yeah. would be the first major change of this of the bottle bill since the '80s. Well, listen. Uh, the unfortunate piece is, uh, first of all, you're gonna get you're gonna get you know a good portion of those bottles back. To recycle, right, and to get to, because there's going to be people out there, you know, you see it all the time now. They're sifting through trash cans at gas stations and things like that. And these aren't like these aren't just homeless people. These are like people who just want to clean up the environment a little bit more and make a little cash doing it. You see sure. people riding around on bicycles all the time, mm-hmm. collecting these things. There's a whole like I can't even remember. I, I don't remember the name of it. There's a place up in Northampton that. They ride around on bicycles with like a train full of recyclables, and they bring them down to that valley recycling place. Why not do it? Great, way to, great saying, way to make extra cash. Well, I mean, you know, with the guy riding the bike down the street, you see a nip bottle on the side of the road, you're going to be pulling over picking that up. That's an extra 10 cents. Well, the, the, the truth of the matter is, you know, nip bottles are every bit as popular today as they have ever been. Active alcoholics love drinking from a brick full of fireball. Yeah. Yeah. And those are, everyone loves that. And, you know, it's always been, you know, you got a, you got a nip bottle. Uh, then what do you do with it? Do you throw it away? Do you recycle it? Or do you do what 98% of everyone does? You just roll it down the window of your car and throw it uh, into the woods. Well, uh, yes. And, you know, somebody's writing in now, and I was thinking the same thing. The bottle deposit on nip bottles won't help. It's the men that either don't want their wives to know. They bought them, or uh, they don't want to get caught with them in their vehicle for drinking and driving purposes. True. Mm-hmm. That is true. But if you put them in a bag, you well, could always tell the police officer, yeah. I'm sorry, officer, was I'm, I going too fast? I'm trying to get to the bottle depository yeah. for my refund. I'm trying to get the Valley Recycling up in yeah. North Anthem to bring and, these things in. And I wanted to step on the gas yeah. a little bit because they're closing in 15 but, minutes. Well, this is going to be one of those one man's trash is another man's treasure things. This is somebody going to be picking these up off the side of the road. Because now, think about how many nip bottles you see everywhere. It's, unbe- everywhere. it's unbelievable. I mean, not, not to be... Uh, 
you know, not to be this great environmentalist because I'm 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 really not. But uh, but if I were, and I was spent any time outside, and you see all the trash that people are yeah. tossing on the sides of the roads, and it's mostly nips. I mean, you, you can't go anywhere without seeing like. Uh, you know, like uh, you know, nips on the ground, and not even good stuff. Like you know, things like I don't know, like you know, like, like the cheapest vodka nips you can get. You know, who's? I mean, these people have no taste. I, I I really do believe that the the nips are the are the for the for the alcoholic. Sure, that's why they put them on the desk right there, you know, on the counter right in front of you for ninety nine cents. It's a cheap bot. You know, probably only cost them fifty cents. Making fifty cents on every one of those. Things. Yeah, drink drink something. You seem to be choking. Yeah, I don't know what it is. I got this little hiccup thing. I got some on. nip bottles of uh, Goldschlager upstairs. Oh, that, yeah, that'll cure everything. Absolutely, uh, just, uh, ruin the lining of my esophagus. But sure, <laughs> yeah, sure. Let's bring that down. The the thing the thing is, I mean, you know, on the opposite side, people could say, well, you know, if you're going to add, you know, an extra five cents to the uh, the bottle deposit, go from mm-hmm. five cents to ten cents, then all of a sudden every Every beverage that you buy in a store yeah. is you're going to increase it by hey, a significant amount. Listen, I'm all for it, and I know people are saying it ain't going to work, but they, I think it will. I think it'll definitely help because you've got other people who want to cash in on that on your uh, on your on your habits, your problem, if right. you will. Uh, so why not? That would be. I mean, that would be a thing. I would take rubber gloves out, walk you know, walk the kids down the street, and say, "Hey, let's see how much money we can get this afternoon." <laughs> It's good to put it's you not th- a bad idea. Listen, you could you could walk up and down, say I don't know, uh, pick a street in Springfield. Let's say uh, Page Boulevard. You could walk up and down Page Boulevard and probably pay for your kids' college tuition by what you find on the uh, on the ground. Absolutely. What's this MI ten? Well, that's Michigan ten. Well, We've- what what if we took all these and we uh, put them in a truck and we drove to Michigan and uh, to cash them in for ten cents a piece? I've I've crunched the numbers. It, it doesn't work. Um, but yeah, I, I really do think that this will be kind of an incentive for people to clean up more of the, uh, the environment. Now, do, are you, uh, are you like a recycle guy? No. Do, do you recycle? No, I don't recycle. I'm kind I'm, of, I, see, I'm, that's the thing, like, you know, if there's monetary incentive to it, uh, then yes, I'm a recycler, true and blue. Right. I'm, uh, see, in, in, it, 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 when I lived in East Longmeadow, um, you know, they, they wanted you to... You know, buy the town bag. You know, so if you're going to, they kind of force you into recycling. So you had the recycle bin and you had your regular gar- your garbage uh, bucket and then you had to buy the town bags yeah. if you overfilled the bucket. Right. Well, now if you go into East Lawn Meadow, they've reduced the size of the bucket to about, you know, to like a tin, like a, like a, a little tiny dust bin. So now you have no choice but to participate in yeah. in recycling. I know for me, I'm kind of like, uh, if, if I use a can, let's say I open up a can of soup, and uh, and I have to decide, well, do I rinse out the can, or do I just throw it in the trash and not bother? It all depends on how motivated I am. I know that's yeah. not good environmentally, okay. but, that's, uh, but that's the way I roll. Well, first of all, uh, did you see that? Did you ever see that John Oliver report on, on recycling and uh, how no. basically it's a bunch of BS because most, you know, they were talking about the plastics that end up in the ocean and the plastics that end up in these, like, there's this uh, place in India where they have the, it's like a sea of plastic on the land, but it's nothing but like plastic Walmart bags and stuff from, from us. Right. All put into this one place. It's crazy how, how 
recycling really is kind of a BS type of thing because there's only certain types of plastics that you can recycle. And when you look on the bottom numbers, and that, that's why I have to go back and watch this report because yeah. there was something about number threes and number twos when they have those little arrows, that, those triangular arrow right. that go around. Some of that stuff can't be recycled, and that's why most of it winds up in a landfill anyway. So this is why I am in support of this, because I actually think that the the bottle bill in Massachusetts is never going away since the state makes a good deal of money on it. Um, it has to be updated. It has, because, to, be, it has because, to be increased, too, because of the, the inflation. Well, m- more important, yes, there, there's that, but, but more importantly, the expansion of what can be recycled and returned. For example, yeah. back in the 80s when they did this, Soda sales were, like, through the roof. Beer sales were all through the roof. It's all bottles and cans, and that was the primary uh, bottles and cans right. that were being uh, recycled they weren't or touching, returned. touching bottled water or milk bottles or things like that. Well, that's exactly my yeah. point. If you look at the sales of soda in the United States, they're way down, mm-hmm. and they've been replaced by bottled water. Never mind the nip bottles, just bottled water. You can't get the deposit on some of those bottles of water. Yeah, it all depends on on specifically what kind of bottle, and not every uh, redemption center takes them. So, you know, to me, that that is a necessary addition to this because okay. if you're going to recycle some things, why not recycle all things? Uh, well, I was just going to say about that about the you know, again the inflation. If you, you the less incentive for people, if you're only going to get five cents. You know, I think the the number 10 kind of accelerates the idea that you were going to be picking these things up and bringing them back. Right. As opposed to 20 cans, you get a dollar. Now you get 10 cans for a dollar. And with nip bottles, holy crap, dude, we could clean up. We We could. We wouldn't even need to do this job anymore. (laughs) You you know what? You might be onto something. Again, and I don't know if we really want to go out... You know, on every uh, on every busy major thoroughfare in Springfield, and uh, and pick up after these slobs because Look, at some point they may actually uh, they, this may actually change how much is left on the side of the road. Maybe we, maybe I could be one of those bike guys driving the bike train around. Did you ever see these things? No, it, they're actually pretty cool. It's it's like a guy on a bicycle, and he's got the the tandem with it, and he has either three or four little like a train car behind him as he's. Rolling down Route Nine or Route right. Ten or whatever the hell that route is. That it's we on. we uh, we drink like a lot of seltzer yeah. in the house, like a, like a like a remarkable amount of seltzer, and we keep all the cans. Yeah, and you know we kind of like wait around for like them to be like one of these, you know, can drives for like uh, the local baseball team. Oh yeah, yeah. So the next time that happens, and and there's one coming up really soon, and they're gonna get the mother load when they when they see having we ha- we would have to take both cars. In order to get a truck, oh, yeah. why don't you ask me? Hey. I'll come over and do it for you, and we'll cash in on it. Yeah, I think. Uh, well, I mean, it's for charity. It's for it's for the kids. Yeah, it's my charity too. My kids. Yeah, How about well, that? well, this That's is for other kids. Itself. These are for other kids. Yeah, kids, kids who need it a little that. bit more than your kids yeah. or my kids. I don't know about that. Well, they, 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 I'm, I'm, you, I'm helping the community that ra- way. You're raising kids. You know how much they cost. <laughs> you don't have to tell me. It's very expensive. Yeah, but, but you know, I mean, it, while five cents is. Uh, it has done it for a long time. The economy is very different today than it was back in the 80s. It, it, I think it's time to update this thing substantially. Yeah, there's a lot of things that need to be updated that are still like draconian style uh, laws on the books. I remember yeah. I, I remember very 
specifically when yeah. they put the bottle bill in place. Yeah. And there were alcoholics who were furious about this. Well, that's the thing. It's like, it, I don't it, mind paying, if I'm buying like a 12-pack of Coke, I don't mind paying a $1.20 extra for it because it's easier. That's the incentive. Yeah. Bring the damn Coke. And again, you're it's volume. A lot of people don't want to deal with that because you're getting five cents. I mean, I knew guys, you know, back in the '70s that would collect all their their beer their beer cans mm -hmm. and you know make furniture out of them. Oh yeah, we did that too. Yeah. Well, we did it. We we didn't use the cans. We used the cans. We actually brought back to the store because that's the only way we were going to afford more cheap booze. <laughs> You know, if you could if you could collect from all your friends on the floor oh, uh, yeah. in, in the dorm and bring those back, you could get yourself a sweet six-pack of Genesee cream ale. And, Ooh, uh, that's the good stuff. And five nips of some cheap rum that nobody's ever heard of. <laughs> that's the way to... And, and some cheap cigarettes back in the day. Yeah. This was 20 years ago. Back in the old generic ones. Uh, GPCs, the generic price <laughs> cigarettes. Those are the good ones, baby. $1.59 a pack. It's 822 with Bax and Nagel and Rock 102. Ice is in the forecast for downtown Springfield. The Springfield Business Improvement is due for complete offer details. Don't delay because these offers end soon. It's 825 with Bax and Nagel and Rock 102. Uh, rain tapering off the sunshine with a high of 59, but very windy. And wind, wind advisory is in effect. Going to see wind gusts up to 40 miles an hour. It's, uh, it's blowing around out there right now. Uh, it's 59 in downtown Springfield. I get uh, flat, uh, fasting blood work done tomorrow. Ooh. Oh, you do that on a Saturday. I, you know, th the Saturday hours for these laboratories is like the the way to go. You know why? Why starve while you're you know at work? Well, when you could go on a Saturday, get it done early, and then boom, you're off to get breakfast and gorge yourself with all kinds of uh, nitrates. Well, that's exactly what uh, what I do. That's what I'm doing, man. Yeah. That's it is the the way to go. No, and I, now I don't do it on Saturday. I'm saying the way I do it is the the uh, starve myself oh. through work and uh, die of thirst. I can't I, I, get I, I can't concentrate on my work if I'm hungry. You can't even have water, can you? I think you can have water and black coffee because you need your strength. Yeah, see, but, I, did, I didn't take anything because I just wanted everything to be perfect. Now it's all computerized. You don't even need a slip. You just go and say, hey. I'm so-and-so, and here's my information, and boom, it's all done. Really? Yes. Is that at one of these Bay State lab things yeah, that I go I was, to? I was told, I, he said, I want you to do a fasting blood work. I'm like, okay, no, that's that's fine. Can I get a slip? He said, you don't need a slip. Oh, see, I wish I had known that because I had to go back. I was thinking I needed it, so I actually called the doctor's office and had to pick up the slip. Yeah. Well I, well, I don't know. Maybe your doctor is different than my doctor, or my doctor's telling me I don't need nothing. I think I was just not a privy to that yeah. information. I think that's why. I think I just have to prove that I am who I am with uh, certain documents, and then I'm in. Well, there you go, man. Give, give my blood, walk out of there, go get some bacon hash at Evans, and I'll be all set to go for the weekend. It's like giving yourself a, uh, you're giving life. Well, no, you're not. Well, I'm, you're not, not, I'm not donating blood. I'm, I'm giving a lab my blood. I wonder if I should like uh, donate my blood because of the uh, antibodies and the, uh, you know, from the COVID. Yeah, I don't even know. I don't even. I don't know if you're supposed to do that now. I don't know. It's a good question. Well, I guess we're gonna have to find out. Yeah, maybe in, in like after the twenty eighth when I come back, yeah, I'd well, like to well, know the answer. Well, we're gonna find out what to, uh, I want. I want you to bring in your entire blood report. 
And we're going to read it on the air. Oh, there you go. We're going to read your social security number oh, and good. your address. And, uh, How about a bank account number? You mother's want that maiden name. Uh, sure. Yeah, all yep. that kinds of stuff. Inseam measurement? How would you feel about that? Oh, inseam measurements. That's the thing to do. There you go. Let's do it. It's 828 of Rock 102. Hey, it's Pat Kelly. From Hyundai, Gary Rome will pay you more for your car, whether you trade it or not. Here's local radio icon Steve Nagel. Thanks, Bax. Gusty winds are leading to scattered power outages this morning, with the majority of those outages being in eastern Hamden, Hampshire, and Franklin counties. The largest single outage was in Palmer, where more than 1,000 customers were out uh, without electricity uh, early this morning. The outage uh, has been reduced to about 130 customers, mostly along the Thorndike Street corridor, according to the National Grid Outage Map. There were smaller scattered outages in Belchertown, Brimfield, Hamden, Munson, New Salem, Orange, and Wilbraham. Uh, statewide, there are about 12,000 outages of total as of about 5.30 this morning. Well, hopefully that's been fixed, but it's getting it's still pretty damn windy out there. Sure it is. The uh, company urges people to stay away from downed wires and always assumed any downed wire is live. You should also report any downed uh, lines to your local police department. Do not yell at the lineman for your <laughs> power being out. It's not his fault. No. And don't touch that stuff. Yeah. Don't try to move it from the middle of the road. That's stupid. Well, you uh, you can if you have a metal pole. You can just take the metal pole and push the wire out of the way. By the way, that was a bad pro uh, life tip. Don't yeah. Do don't that. don't, yeah, don't take do a metal pole to the wires. Guess what I did yesterday with the kids since it was such a nice day out. Uh, I don't know. What did you do? Magnet fishing. No kidding. Yeah. Did you get anything? No. Oh, what Here, a disappointment. Here's the problem. We went to the, there's the green bridge in Huntington. Okay. You know, it, I, I really just wanted to get a feel of how this thing works. Right. Right. So it's got those clips on it. I was telling you what it has on it. It's got the clip on it, like the mountain climber clip. Right. They're, I don't know what they're called. They're some, there's a name for them, but I don't really care what they are. They're the clips. The clips. You tie it around like the railing so you don't lose the magnet. Because the that. magnet's on the other end of the, the rope. Sure. And you just plop it into the water and you drag it across hmm. the bottom. But there really wasn't much uh, debris down there. Again, it's very shallow. And I'm not, like, you could see to the bottom. Right. So it's not like uh, we were going to find anything in there that you wouldn't be able to see with your eyes. But it was more about just testing out the product because now i got to figure out other places to go to, to go do this. Well, you know, Steve, you, 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 this is like your first time out. Yeah, you know, It's going to take you time to figure out, you know, what watering holes are going to be the most productive. You know, where are they biting? They're not biting on that side of the green bridge. I would think, uh, again, near a canal, like in Holyoke, or uh, oh, near, I, near an old mill. I'm going to bet you that at the bottom of that canal, over the falls, yeah. you're going to find all kinds of things that have fallen off that, th- that, off that side. Yeah, fingers, toes. Yeah, yeah. you're going to find all kinds of, uh, of metal. Yeah. Ooh, and a, nice, and a nice cheap necklace. See? Yeah, made of steel. You're going to have a lot of fun with this. This is the kind of thing that brings family nothing but great memories well that's what we're trying to do that's it honestly the kids were really like excited to go out well first of all it was a nice day it was a nice afternoon as far as the warmth was going uh but that's you know it's it's time with my kids yeah right yeah carabiner clips that's that's what you're looking at yeah you know that's uh listen uh, as a parent i know how important those times are when when you and the kids get together and you share a common bond. In your case, magnetism and the removal of junk from major waterways.
Yes. This is all about environmental cleanup. Nothing now wrong you, with that. You get 10 cents for every handgun you find, I'll be a rich man just like those nip bottles. <laughs> hey, kids, we just grabbed ourselves a big metal yeah. barrel of toxic waste. Yeah, and the, and the line isn't big enough. Like, I wouldn't be able to go, like, over the South End Bridge or the North End Bridge and drop it in there. Well, you could, get, you could get a longer line, right? Well, you could get longer rope, but I'm just talking about the kit that I have right now. Okay. I would have to, like, attach an, an extension rope to it. What about over the Westfield River? Uh, I was over there. That, that's in Huntington. That, that's what I was doing yesterday. But yeah, you got to go to a different place. Yeah, like yeah. I was thinking, like you know, closer to the to the city of Westfield, where yeah. people are more likely to dump stuff. And then my kids are like uh, asking me, they're like, "Is this illegal?" I'm like, "I don't think so. Like as far as I know, it's well, perfectly now, illegal to drop a line in there." Now you ask whether it's illegal. Well, you I, don't. You don't need any any special licensing or anything, right? Well, you're not catching any wildlife. You know, if you if you were fishing for 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 fish or any number of different things that you might find in a waterway, yes, that would probably be illegal. I would. I, it is illegal without a license. Well, you can't just fish without a license. But I've never seen no magnet fishing license available. Have you? I, no, not not once. I find this new hobby of yours to be absolutely fascinating. I, I find your belief system to be fascinating. <laughs> yes, yes, absolutely. It is fascinating. It's it, one of these things that I'm like, you know. Uh, I'm gonna get excited when I pull like a railroad spike up out of the water. Oh. You know what I mean? Like something, because again, you're not gonna find unless you find some buried treasure, which is highly unlikely. There you go. Uh, you're most likely just gonna pick up, uh, you know, like I said, the one guy was picking up street signs, and then he found a bicycle in one of them. But you know, uh, I believe when it comes to magnet fishing, it's that finders keepers losers weepers thing. Yeah, like you're not supposed to take like a street sign off like a like a pole, but you could take it out of a river and bring it home with you. Are right? you sure about that? Do you have to turn it in? I would imagine that would still be be- the property belongs to somebody else. Just because you found it doesn't mean it's a finders keepers thing. You sure about that? If you find. If you find like a, a, a road sign in a body of water mm-hmm. and you're the one to retrieve it, seems to me you should be allowed to keep it. Like if, let's say, for example, you were trolling for musky uh, oh, yeah. on, a, on a lake. I like trolling for musky. Ain't nobody going to tell you you got to put it back. No. Unless you're over your limit or you don't have the proper licensing. Well, yeah, that's. Pretty, or if you know. you're fishing in controlled waters. But other than that, it's yours. That's your musky, your walleye, your pike. I mean, I guess everything else you pull out of there is yours, too, because somebody was just throwing it away. That's right. I think uh, people should be happy that you're cleaning out the waterways. I think you're doing everybody a service. I I think so, And too. creating memories for your family. Uh, one person is under arrest, accused of setting a fire at a Springfield home. Fire Captain Drew Pimonti said that the police responded to a Cottonwood Lane home for a disturbance on January 27th. And when they arrived, they saw the fire at the home. Well, if it's made of cottonwood. You know, I mean, that stuff goes up pretty easy. Yeah, I don't know. I don't think that's the, the case. Firefighters were able to extinguish the flames, and an investigation by the arson and bomb squad led to a suspect, 35-year-old Mary Wilson of Springfield, who allegedly set that fire. Piemonte uh, added that on Thursday, Wilson was arrested by local, state, and federal authorities on charges of arson of a dwelling in a home and assault and battery uh, charges as well. Well, we don't know uh, what motivated this act of arson, you know, like spitefulness or... Uh, any sort of, uh, you know, yeah. physical gratification. You know, I don't know if you ever, uh, if you ever really looked at fire, but it can be very, very 
you know, <clears throat> arousing. Well, uh, if you have that in you to be well, you don't. I don't think fire. you want to have it in you when you're lighting it on fire. Uh, my love burns for you, much like the burning of your home that I just set fire to. Gonorrhea! <laughs> the fire burned, much like the burning I would I would experience soon after our lovemaking session. Uh, police. I advanced, and she withdrew. Uh, p- police are investigating a stabbing at Walmart in Northampton that ended with one man taken to the hospital and another in police custody. The two men involved were Walmart employees. Police uh, said... They got into an argument over spilled milk, which led to the stabbing uh, of another employee just after 5 a.m. yesterday. Western Mass News was in the courtroom uh, yesterday afternoon as 23-year-old Omar Rios Robles of of Holyoke was arraigned on a charge of assault and battery with a dangerous weapon. According to court documents uh, obtained, police said Robles is a maintenance worker at the Walmart. They said the victim, also an employee, had spilled milk inside the store, which he did not clean up. Robles told police he did clean up the mess, but later Robles, the victim, and other employees went into the parking lot for a break when an argument broke out and the victim punched Robles in the face. They fought and Robles claimed he blacked out, but according to other witnesses, that's when Robles stabbed the victim. Oh, I blacked out. I didn't uh, take a knife out of my pocket and stab the guy in the arm six times. Yeah. <clears throat> I think it's a bit of an overreaction. Yeah, but like I said last hour, this is uh, this is a long time coming. This is a, this is a brewing you don't just go nuts over one bottle of spilled milk. This guy was probably spilling milk for months. Maybe. Maybe and, that's... Uh, Robles was picking it up and going, I'm sick of picking up this guy's spilled milk. You know, I I see it both ways. You know, on one hand, yeah. you know, I, I spill the milk and I don't pick it up. Shame on me. You know, I'm being a slob. If you spill milk, you know, grab some paper towels and and, and, and you know, wipe it up. But on the other hand, if I'm the guy whose job it is to spill, you know, clean up spills and messes at the Walmart, and I'm going to go and stab the guy that made the biggest mess, it's a bit of an overreaction. I mean, to me, both, it, we were playing Am I the A-Hole. Right now, I'd have to kind of make it a draw. You would? I think both sides are kind of out of their element. Mm. You spill something, don't be a slob, don't be a grub, uh, pick it up. I don't know, man. I'm thinking uh, again. This was an uh, long, ongoing uh, thing, and finally I, erupted with I, that last bottle of milk. I get it, and I and I understand that. But you know, a, a nice place like Walmart is no place for a stabbing. I, I bet you the guy said to him, "Hey, you gonna pick up that two percent milk?" And he goes, "You can kiss two percent of my ass." And then that's when the knife <laughs> play happened. Well, no, they went out for break. Let's wait. You know, and that's another thing. That's how much anger you carry with you. You know, there is a length of time between most people cool down during the time yeah, but after this... they've cleaned up the thing. Okay, and you, you kind of just, you know, take a deep breath, blow it off. But this guy kept that grudge like an hour later and then says, you know what? I'm not done with you. I just cleaned up your mess. Yeah, I mean, you might be right. I mean, obviously, there's there's more to this story than, than meets the eye. There's There's probably some history. Maybe you know, again, like, listen. Not everybody in an organization is going to get along. You know, for all we know, maybe this guy roguely spilled the milk intentionally. Like, oh, I'll show you. Unscrew the unscrew the cap. Take that little uh, that piece of uh, plastic paper and just you know dumped it all over the place right there in the uh, in the grocery aisle, or the, near the like the dairy case of the Walmart. Yeah. You know, like it was like that kind of as opposed to. 
You know, I accidentally spilled my my jug of milk. I don't know if this was an accident. Remember those uh, TikTok videos where those uh, douchebag kids were going into uh, the stores and then like flipping the milk, pretending they were falling? Oh yeah, and flipping up in the air and then the thing smacking down on the ground and going everywhere. Yep, that was a jerky thing to do. What are these kids doing? Same thing with these uh, idiots that would go into the grocery store, and go look- to the ice cream aisle, <laughs> and start eating the ice cream. That's disgusting. and put it back. That is absolutely disgusting. And and to think that. You know, you bring you you go buy some of that. You bring it home. Hopefully, you're smart enough to look to see if it's been tampered with. But won't well, there be a, <clears throat> an issue? In in fairness, if I opened up uh, the ice cream uh, you know thing at the grocery store and I pulled out like a thing of Ben and Jerry's, yeah, I couldn't just stop at one or two bites of the ice cream. I'd have to finish it. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah I'd likely it. finish it. I, I I wouldn't just put it back. Yeah, you you can't eat like you take like two bites of any kind of Ben and Jerry's. That's, that's not it, enough, and it's over. Yeah, you, you got you got to continue going. It's like Pringles; you can't eat just one. No, you, you eat, eat like five, like fifteen thousand at a time. Speaking of food, Coca Cola has got this new uh, thing out. Uh, I, I didn't think sodas were a big thing anymore. I thought it was going more to the water and the seltzers. Nah, we still drink soda. Uh, you've got to hand it to the folks at Coke. Basing, uh, basing a flavor on something flavorless is pretty bold. They're debuting a new drink on Monday that's supposed to taste like outer space. It's called Coca-Cola Starlight, and nobody knows what the real flavor is. They say it's just inspired by space and has, quote, notes reminiscent of stargazing around a campfire, as well as a cooling sensation that evokes the feeling of a cold journey to space. Would it taste like a uh, flavorless, airless, expanding vacuum? That's exactly what I was thinking. I'm like, outer space, there's no air. There's no... It's all cold. Right. right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. No atmosphere uh, no. to speak of. No. Uh, and it's red, which is, quote, inspired by the light of the stars. Ooh. Oh, my gosh. Can you, I, can you imagine this? brainstorming session uh i went to the coca-cola museum in atlanta yes that was pretty cool if you ever get a chance to go do that tour i highly recommend it you like that one it was like 15 20 a person to get in there but they give you through the whole tour of the building and the history of coca-cola and supposedly the recipe is like hidden behind this vault and uh-huh. if you step near the vault the vault goes off no kidding. I'm pretty sure that's just for show. Probably. Yeah. Yeah. Now, uh, how did it compare to the Cape Cod Potato Chip uh, Museum you went to? The Cape Cod Potato Chip Museum sucks. That was the worst tour I've ever taken in my entire life. Right. A self-guided tour through a potato chip factory. You walk up through a bunch of windows. Oh, look. That's where they're cutting the potatoes. Oh, look. That's where the potatoes get fried. Oh, look, that's where the potatoes get bagged. I can't believe that oh, wasn't. Look, here's your free bag of potato chips at the end of the tour. <laughs> I can't believe there wasn't some sort of uh, curator or, or docent that could have uh, brought you through, you know, the entire process of potato chip making. No, well, you'd think there would be, but uh, that's not how they roll at the uh, Cape Cod Potato Chip Factory, the Coca-Cola Factory. Now that's something to see. That's now, a good one. But they don't show you. They're not showing you, you know, how they're making it because the recipe is top secret. But it gives you the history and how, you know, Coca-Cola used to have cocaine in into it right. until about the early 1900s, and they did away with that. Sure, that's the kind of Coke I want to try. 
I, uh, I've told this story many, many times. I'll tell it again because I don't really care. Uh, the best tour I ever went on was the Pabst Brewing uh, Tour. Yeah. So Pabst you know, had, a, had a, you know, their big brewery, and you would go in, and it was like a 30-minute tour, right? Yeah. And at the end of it, you could drink as much Pabst products as you could stomach for 30 minutes. Really? And then the exit to the uh, tour was right next to the entrance. So theoretically, you could go through that thing multiple times in a day. And every half hour, you could drink for free for another half hour. That sounds incredibly dangerous. Maybe. And perhaps it was irresponsible. They no longer do that tour. But they it was a wonderful tour while they had it. Now, the bad part is you have to drink whatever is available that day at the Paps Blue Ribbon. Yeah, but you're in your 20s and you're in college. You don't care what you're drinking. Well, at the time, Paps was brewing a number of different brands. And I think the day, the last time I went there, they were brewing something called Olympia Beer, Uh, which would be like the uh, Meisterbrow of of the Paps line. It's like the lowest of the lowest line. It's like we save all the flavor. Mm Mm-hmm. For the Paps brand, we give up when we brew the Olympia, and it was awful beer. I have to tell you, it tasted much like like wet ham. Yeah, it was not good. That's disgusting. Yeah, it was horrifying. Listen, uh, I would suggest not doing that. Going to get a diabetic shock at the Coca Cola uh, factory because they give you like. Throughout the tour, they're giving you, you wind up with like almost a six pack at the end. Right. But with all the different samples, they're giving you like, well, one's a bottle, one's a can, you know, one, it's all in different forms. Oh, here you and go. You get, and when you get to the end, there's this unlimited, like, so, I don't even know how they did this with the pandemic because we were there before that, but they had this big open thing where you could go fill your cup with as many samples of Coca Cola as you wanted to. That's cool. Of all different kinds from all around the world. So, but some of them were disgusting. There's like one in Japan that's got a fish flavor to it. Ew. And there's one from India that has a curry flavor to it. Yeah, no. Yeah, but see, it doesn't taste good to us. But that's all cultural different stuff. You know, curry is obviously huge in 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 the Middle East and in India. So people are more, uh, you know, likely to try that. I suppose. And drink it. But that didn't the appeal to me one. at all. But there was one from Turkey. It was Lemon Crush. We don't have Lemon Crush here. Yeah, the Orange Crush. Yeah, Orange, and then there's like a Pineapple. Right. Or, or was it Fanta? Which one am I thinking of? Um, Fanta. I think it's Fanta. <clears throat> okay. Maybe it's Crush. I don't know. It was one of those ones, but it was a it was Lemon Crush. But it, yeah, and they don't sell it in the United States. And how was they, it? It was delicious. And I'm like, why? This would be a popular one. That would be like a good drink mixer for bars and stuff like that. I don't know. And then they have the big statue of uh, John Stith Pemberton. Do you know who that is? Uh, the he, inventor of Coca-Cola? He, he invented uh, Coca-Cola. Uh, and uh, there's like a bronze statue of him holding up Coke. So I have a picture of me taking a dollar bill and rolling it, looking like I'm snorting right uh, off the platter. There you go. You yeah, get it? I get it. Yeah, ah, snort, I do. I'm getting some Coke. At the factory. That's hilarious. Listen, man, I uh, I don't come up with gems all the time, but every once in a while. Oh, you did that day. That was a good one. Your Pioneer Valley forecast today going to be rainy this morning, then tapering off the sunshine with a high of 59. Tomorrow, not so nice. 
Uh, Going to be a high of only 35 and some snow showers possible. It is uh, 58 right now in downtown Springfield. I'm Steve Nagel, and that's the news on Rock 102. Oh, yeah. In the mood to have some fun. Uh, rain tapering off today. Going to be very, very windy, though. Uh, sun is going to come out. Going to be a high of 59, but the wind gusts up to 40 miles an hour. It is 56 right now in downtown Springfield. Uh, this Sunday at 9 o'clock, it's Baxi's Musical Fun Bag. I'm going to be playing songs from The Replacements, The Sex Pistols, Joy Division, The Fall, Jane's Addiction and Elvis Costello, who, by the way, is going to be playing in Northampton with uh, Nick Lowe at the Pines Theater on August 16th. Those tickets apparently are on sale. They'll be a, a, damn, a damn fine show. Going to be uh, going to be a mayonnaise midget mash fest. Going to be? Could be. Perhaps. Uh, one of my favorite things to do uh, doing this job. Other than magnet fishing? Well, no, magnet fishing is a brand new sport that I'm into. Yeah, right. A sport, by the way. As a sport, no, I get it. Yeah. Uh, one of the one of the favorite things I like to do is, uh, you know, after I see somebody uh, maybe get arrested or something like that, that right. I like to go look at that person's Facebook page and social media to see if they have anything up. Yeah, it's called trolling, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Well, it's not trolling; it's just uh, amusing information to me. And sure, I'm not going to get into the one I did this morning because it's a little too raw, maybe. Sure, but maybe. Uh, but I did look, and it's always funny to see people who get involved in things and then look at their philosophical memes on Facebook that they've shared over the years. I just think that's hilarious. But the one that really stands out was a probably, again, I'm not very good with time, but I'm going to say about a decade ago. Right. Uh, that there was these these two guys out in Palmer. It was a father and son thing. And uh, they were, uh, one guy got like his leg cut off by a train yep. or arm. I, I don't even know. He lost a limb. That was the that was the the main point of this whole thing. Right, but I remember the story. Yeah. And then I uh, and then I go on their Facebook page, and there was nothing but pictures of these guys stacking up Keystone light cans on the center <laughs> of the tracks, and then like laying down on the tracks, like pretending they're in some kind of movie <laughs> and stuff like that. And and all I could think of was like. You reap what you sow, man. You really do. Like, it, if that was your behavior, you, it's funny how, like, people kind of want to garner sympathy for things that they've done. Right. But then you go back, okay, you know, okay, this was a one-off. Okay, this was a one-off mistake. We went and got drunk. It was stupid. Dad wound up losing his leg over the whole deal. Of all right? the many times we've done but, irresponsible things during yeah. train tracks, this is what we'll be remembered for. Yeah, but the social media is like the puzzle piece into the, <laughs> oh, this is how they spend their Saturday afternoons. Come on, son, let's all go down to the railroad tracks and drink some Keystones and lay down and see if a train comes by. All right, Paul. All right, cost you, <laughs> how much is that 30-pack? Cost you an arm and a leg. That's exactly what we were doing out there. Thank God I got two of them. <laughs> it's 859 on Rock 102. Go to rock102.com this week and sign up to win a four-pack of tickets to the old Deerfield Spring Sampler Craft Fair, March 5th and 6th at the Eastern